Hotep Jesus. Hotep Jesus. Hotep, Hotep, Hotep Jesus. What's up, people? Hotep, you're a genius. Hotepjesus.com. Oh, this is a real Hotep, bro. We back. Griff Report, your daily Griff Report is up next. But first, but first, but first, you know what I need to do. It, wait. Oh, I got it in the, another tab. It's in another tab. Having all these tabs is confusing. But first, you know, we got to get into my, my funky theme music. Hold on. Let's get this up on your screen. No, not that. This. And then this screen. Bing bong. I'm not going to play Christ Walk today. I'm going to play the other jam. This is my shit, too. I don't know independent woman, no boss girl. Because deep down, all the women, they lost girl. Take the fake hair out, take the makeup off, girl. I like you better when you natural. I don't wanna argue all the time. Oh no. Why you at the club if you know you mine? Don't know. And girl, you know I'm on my grind for you. I want you to ease my mind. That's true. Girl, be my peace. Hey, hey, hey. And let me leave. Give you everything you need. Ain't no half and half with me. I got it all. Or would you focus on a career? When we have kids, they need you here. Either that or get the government involved. No, no. We supposed to show them the way. Do that thing they want to part. Hey, let me be your light in the dark. I'm the body, you be my yeah. Fire, you be my spark, hey. Ha, oh, let's heat it up. Hey, tell the devil he can't eat with us. We just do it Yahweh, cause he be with us. Ooh. Wait, I don't know independent woman, no boss girl. Because deep down, all the women, they lost girl. Hey, take the fake hair out, take the makeup off girl. Girl, be my peace. the Griff Report. That one's called Be My Peace by Bryson Gray off Legend of the Church, Volume 2. That's another heater right there. That's a banger right there. I like that record. I like that record. The Griff bag is stuffed to the brim. You already know. You already know. Disclaimer. 
This stream contains adult humor and was created strictly for comedic and artistic purposes. No offense is intended toward any products individuals featured in this video. Got to get out of the way because some of y'all be in your feelings. I say something and you all crying butthurt. Oh, my God. I can't believe this guy did this. I can't believe he's wearing that gold chain. I can't believe he's got on a Versace robe. I can't believe he's wearing a MAGA hat. This guy must be confused. I don't want to hear that shit. Hotep, you're a genius. Hotepjesus.com. We got a lot to cover today, and I want to do it quickly because I want to spend a lot of time with you guys on the phone lines today. Mostly just because I want to get to smoking my spliff. To be honest, you know, you know. Um, and Elon's app just keeps shuffling my bookmarks. It's just, it's just, it's just terrible. Hopefully it doesn't shuffle this time. Hold on. See, it just did it again. It, it, it just stop it. You. Is it raining? Was it raining today? Um. Yeah, we got rain. All right, whatever. I want to start here today, mostly because it's pertinent and sets up the rest of the stream and, 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 and how our government operates and how people operate and how political parties operate. So I want to start here with this video. Let's play it. Thank you, Mr. Chair, and good morning. To so basically what happens is in, in this video, you're going to see a congresswoman um, reading off of her script. And uh, the young white girl behind her is the one who wrote the script, allegedly. And eventually she has to correct her. So let's go to the tape. Everyone, just have some administrative matters first. I wanted to introduce into the record page 50, 55 from the committee's interview with FBI employee Roya Demlo, who you just spoke You can see her lipping it right there. Place on July 17, 2023. Uh, in that line, she says, uh, the question was asked, okay. This is symbolic. This is quite symbolic here of how behind every black liberal woman is a white liberal woman. This is what this symbolizes. This is exactly what this symbolizes. Black folks that exist on the left, black folks that exist in Congress primarily on the left, it's going to be a white person pulling their strings. I mean, the background, writing their script. So keep that in back of mind. Okay, if someone were to leave here today, were to leave this interview... And crazy, too. Look at the eyes. ...and were to suggest or imply that when you said the laptop was real, that it meant that the FBI had affirmative... Look like she's under pressure, too. She's breathing all heavy. She's nervous. ...determined in October 2020 that the laptop belonged to Hunter Biden that the contents belonged to Hunter Biden and that the contents had not been manipulated in some way, would they be representing what you said, correct? Answer by Ms. Demlo. They would be representing what I said because I don't have much knowledge of that. They would be misrepresenting what I said because I don't have much knowledge of that. Uh, because this committee likes to misrepresent or leave off complete sentences of what individuals said, Mm. It's nasty work right there. 
pure shenanigans. Pure shenanigans. Let's move around. Like I said, I want to zip through these topics. I don't want to spend too much time on this stuff. Pure shenanigans in Congress. Don't know who to believe. Uh, some of you were able to... Um, Some of you were able to uh, watch last night's episode of Hotep's Been Told You. If you're not aware, me and Uncle Hotep have um, a VIP show for our patrons, patreon.com slash Hotep's Been Told You. And we have a um, a VIP show there. And um, yeah, uh, we covered, last night we covered um, nuclear bombs and Uncle Hotep. You know, we're talking about Oppenheimer and Uncle Hotep believes that we dropped a bomb on Nagasaki and Hiroshima or however the story goes. So he believes in in um, nuclear bombs. And I was and he, he thought that he thought he had the red pill take. Obviously, he has the blue pill take, as I'm about to show you. Okay, here's another conspiracy theory. The you've seen all the you've seen all the grainy footage of nuclear uh, test blasts that, that you've, you've you know, sure. with the mushroom clouds, and there are always these grainy things, and there's all these like little houses lined up, and these little trees yes. lined up, and it blows everything down. Yeah. Okay. So here's the question, right? So what happened? Okay. So this is great. Okay, you'll love this. So what happened to the camera? You son of a. <laughs> how, how is that camera? happening? Yet the camera is like totally stable and fine. Oh my god. And, and by the way, in the film is fine. The, radi- the, the, the radiation uh, didn't uh, cause any damage to the film. Oh my god! Oh, by the way, okay, we'll like, do this one. We'll do the loop one more time here. Where's the? Let's see the car. The where's car's the car? right behind the house. It just showed up. Oh, okay. Just showed up. So wait a minute. First it of all, wasn't there. First of all, where the car no comes car. from? Yeah. No car. The second, is does it really look like car. a car? Does that look like a real car? That's insane. Is that a house or is that like you know a, a you know is that a twelve foot you know, twelve inch uh, you know scale model? What? Right. Oh, that does look fake. Because also the camera didn't move at all either. You know what it looks like? It looks like the smoke is too big. Watch. Watch when it hits. Like it's it, the volume, like the size of it, it looks small. I mean, you, see, you know what I'm saying? I mean, it looks like something we're looking at something that's like a few inches yeah. tall. If you watch like making of Star Wars, any of the, you know, any movies before CGI, whenever they do anything like that, it's always mm-hmm. with these tiny models. Yes. Yeah, this looks fake as shit. Right, this is the, another one. It's like, okay, what the camera, camera's fine. that's hilarious (laughs) so Uncle Hotep believes in nuclear bombs he believes that they existed then he said some shit about nuclear bombs have existed since antiquity and Indians have had nuclear weapons based upon some translated passage but he's off his rocker he's gotten way too old Um, but the real red pill or I should say, tenfold Kufi take is there are no nuclear bombs. Nuclear nukes are fake. That is the Kufi on tight take, and we're going to discuss this on Thursday. Uncle Hotep is uh, happens to be way off on this one. Um, he said I brought the nuclear issue up last week, and Hotep's been told you as well. Shout out to Cannon. Mm-hmm. Uncle Hotep's so late. He was on vacation too long. Kettlebells must be going to his head. Anyway, um, before we dro- dive into the um, Biden news, uh, let me just see if we got any scraps from yesterday to cover. Um, hmm, let's see, let's see. 
We got to talk about Bronny. We got to talk about Biden's impeachment. You see how it jumps? Did you see that jump? Elon's really got to fix this app, man. Every time I come into the grift bag, it, it jumps. It just, it's like, it's rearranging my, my, my bookmarks by date instead of by the moment I uh, placed them there. It should be in, in order of bookmarking, not date order. And it seems to be rearranging them as I scroll through. Well, it's not even, it's not even doing it by date because here is yesterday's and you see we have this July 6th tweet. Like, how did that get there? Uh, <laughs> July 6th. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, the bugs on Twitter are so trash. Now I know I know devs can't be perfect and you know software is hard and I get that. But this this bug happens to be really annoying. If I'm scrolling through. This is July 19th. I don't want that. That's not supposed to be there. We covered that last week. We got this Alex Jones video ahead of this one. Somebody at Elon and, and ask him to fix the bookmarks. Because I had some fire in here. Not the IRS whistleblower. We covered that. We covered that. What is this? Biometric. Yeah, we covered that. We covered that. Covered that. That's my video. All right. All right. Let's just, let's just cover what. Elon's app is giving us today. What the hell? Why is it? It's doing some real funky shit, yo. Oh, why is Jamie Foxx here? All right, so from now on, how am I going to do this? Because he's just messing up my bag. X. Twitter X. It's bullshit. Let's cover the Biden stuff. Let's start there. Let's pull this up on your screen. Let's play the tape. That they bribed the Bidens, okay? This was given to the FBI. When Bill Barr finally found out about it, he sent it to his office in Philadelphia. They actually said that this was very credible. The FBI kept this from the IRS individuals for them ever to see it. So not only do they claim that they were bribed, we now find information that 16 out of 17 payments from Romania were provided to the Biden shell companies while he was vice president. When president President Biden was running for office, he told the American public that he's never talked about business. He said his family has never received a dollar from China, which we now prove is not true. We now have some of the most credible whistleblowers. These 10-year IRS agents who have come forward said that the Biden family has been treated differently, that what Weiss has told us is different than what Garland and Weiss has told the public. And you're sitting here today where now you have found millions of foreign money, just what the 1023 alleges they did to Biden's family. Now we found that it has funneled through shell companies. If you're sitting in our position today, we would know none of this if Republicans had not taken the majority. We've only followed where the information has taken us. But 
had any That's true. If Republicans didn't take the majority, I don't think we know about this. Rising to the level of impeachment inquiry, which provides Congress the strongest power to get the rest of the knowledge and information needed. Because this president has also used something we have not seen since Richard Nixon, used the weaponization of government to benefit his family and deny Congress the ability to have the oversight. If we are talking about millions of dollars coming from our top geopolitical foes and that the Biden family has been corrupted and, and took in all of this money and he was complicit in that, wouldn't that, wouldn't that, wouldn't that mean that we have a criminal enterprise uh, in, in, as president of the United States that had to be on every level compromised by countries that are not particularly fond of us? Well, it's interesting that the Biden family runs, if they say, a company but never had an office and shell companies to be able to pay through. But if they really ran it for foreign countries, why didn't you get money from France, from Germany, from UK? Why does it have to be from China, Romania, um, in these countries that have real challenges and had problems going through? I believe we will follow this all the way to the end, and this is going to rise to an impeachment inquiry the way the Constitution tells us to do this, and we have to get the answers to these questions. In the words of John Dean, a malignant cancer now is surrounding the Biden presidency, and those walls are closing awfully tight. Uh, this is not going the way I'm sure they wanted it to. And then we have on the other side of it, the assistance of the DOJ and the FBI. That's Jim Jordan's committee. Uh, Mr. Speaker, thank you. All right, hold on a second. I'm trying to, uh, Cannon told me I can um, fix that issue I'm having. And uh, I'm trying to figure that out now. It says go to accessibility. Okay, I'm there. Uh-huh. says turn off auto refresh. I'm trying to find that now, hold on. not there hey Cannon, tell me where to go because it's it's not here in uh accessibility like uh and and elon keeps moving shit too so if you could just find that for me and tell me where to find that i'll make that change and i'll be able to access my griff bag all right let's go to the next video hold on dive in here where is it where is it uh no no oh here we go more rogan well i would vote for trump before i'd vote for biden just because i think with biden like he's no he's he's gone like you know he's gone it's you're gonna be relying on his cabinet and i knew his cabinet would be this fucking sideshow of diversity and which is exactly what it is you can't have those kind of people running a ben and jerry's you, <laughs> you certainly can't have those kind of people running the fucking most powerful government the world's ever known it's nuts it's nonsense well, i would vote i haven't i haven't heard anybody describe the biden cabinet as accurate as that you know what do you say you couldn't run a what certainly can't have those kind of people running the fucking a ben and jerry's you they said they can't even run a ben and jerry's can't even run an ice cream shop and i would agree 
I would agree when you're hiring people based upon diversity or DEI or whatever that shit's called. You're hiring people based upon DEI, not by skill set or desire to do the job properly. Well, you're going to have an inefficient corporation and government has proven to be much more inefficient than a private sector. And it's, um, you know, that's uh, a good take there by Rogan, man. Hold on. Let me see if uh, Cannon um, responded to me. Let me see. Let's go here. Can you find it yet? I'm still waiting on Cannon to tell me how to change that. Mm. I thought we had another Biden video in here somewhere. Oh, no. It was, um, I know what it was. It was Marjorie Taylor Greene. Marjorie Taylor Greene was, um, she gave a, a, a statement in, con- in the congressional hearing. And, um, I mean, what are we supposed to say about this? Like, you know, if he gets impeached, what, what does that mean? Nothing. And will he get impeached? Probably not. Although the Republicans do have a majority, so. But what does it even mean? What does it even mean? He needs to go to jail. Him and his son need to go to jail. That's what they need. Like, fuck all this impeachment shit. Lock him up. I mean, people that, you know what I mean? People, the Biden crime family done locked away under their, under their rule. I say lock him up. Anyway, let's go on. Barack Obama's chef found dead. I don't know what the hell's going on with this. Cannon got the report on this. Let's see what Cannon got to say. Cannon, you got to put your intro at the end, man. You get more views that way. Lights and take notes. The body of Barack Obama's chef found in a pond near the former president's Martha Vineyard home. I wonder what the fuck he saw. He probably saw Michelle's dick. (laughs) Oh, my God. Cannon, behave yourself. (laughs) Behave yourself. Oh, my God. He saw Michelle's hog and, 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 and Barack lips firmly sealed around it. He saw Finkel was Einhorn and, <laughs> and Einhorn was Finkel. Or he was. He Look at Jay Pala. Look at Jay Pala. Jay, Jay Pala was like, oh my God, I can't believe he just said that. <laughs> yo, Jay, yo, you got to give uh, Cannon some act right, bro. You got to get that man some act right. He is wilding. He is absolutely wilding. You got to get some side quests for that comment. Or he was, he, I don't know. Maybe he participated in those Patriot games. I don't know. Maybe they had a little house of cards action, Jay. And he was ready to talk. Remember what happened with the dude that said that he was sucking Obama dick while he was doing crack in the back of the limo? Oh, my God. <laughs> Yo, Kenny, what be going on on your channel? I didn't miss this stream. I think I was working on HotepCon this morning when this shit came out. Let's not forget about that guy. He's no longer with us before he's supposed to be no longer with us. But he testified before Congress. I slurped Obama off while he did crack in the back of the, the hotel room. And his ass was no longer with us. Joan Rivers. Michelle's a man. We all know that. Routine surgery. Cannon. She's out of there. Cannon Hotep did not off himself. Cannon out here misgendering people. 
Caddy, yo, we got we got to clean you up, man. We got to clean you up for Fox, bro. We got to clean you up for for um for the mainstream, bro. Can't be coming out here saying Michelle Obama's a man, yo. That's that. That's that's a right wing conspiracy theory. That's 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 fringe. That's fringe. That's you're over there with uh, Nick Fuentes with that comment. That's an extremist take right there. I don't partake in those games of calling Michelle, Michael, and all that. I don't do that. Michelle Obama, we love you. We respect you. I'll never say you have a dick on this channel. Unless I'm joking. <laughs> Hotep, you're a genius. Hotepjesus.com. <laughs> Let's go back in the bag. Still don't know how to turn off auto-refresh, but we'll figure it out. So apparently this is, um, lives of TikTok says Obama chef drowned while paddling in eight foot deep. Um, Pond by Obama's home was a decent swimmer. This is from his IG. So uh, apparently this is um, Obama's chef demonstrating that he is proficient in the skill of swimming. I know it's not often that we see black men or black people swimming, but it looks like the brother is swimming here. He can swim. And uh, I'm going to call it on both sides. On one side, anybody can, you can drown in a three-foot pole, you know, uh, pool. Uh, depends on uh, various factors. Uh, what you're wearing uh, could be one. Um, other other failures in, in your condition. What if your heart gives out? You can drown. You can drown from a heart attack. You can drown from, you can, you can drown before your heart attack takes you out. Um, if you're in eight feet of water, this gentleman's probably not taller than eight feet. I'm going to go ahead and assume. Um, but if you're in eight feet of water and, you know, you catch a cramp, bad things could happen. He said he didn't have his uh, life vest on at the time of the accident, if there was an accident. So that's one side, right? You know, things happen. And on the other side, and on the other side, um, we're going to go back in the grift bag. <laughs> we ain't even going to touch that. Why? It's way above my pay grade. You guys want to hear, um, you know, those crazy takes, go to another channel. Just, just leave. Go to another channel. You already know what I'm thinking. You know what I'm thinking. I ain't going to say it. We don't got to say it. You know, some things can go without being said. Right? Um, damn, I know I have more in the bag than this, and it just keeps auto-refreshing. Yeah, we know about Larry. We know about Larry. Everybody relax. We know about Larry. We know, we know. Um, okay, hold on before, maybe I can catch it before it refreshes. Nope. Nope. It's going to refresh. Oh, you mutter sucker. What is this? Okay. No. Wow. It just like jumped me all the way to the bottom here. What is this? 
What is it doing? Why is this? I don't think this is auto refresh. Maybe auto refresh is causing the is causing a glitch. This is bothering me. Hold on, y'all. This is really bothering me. Cause I stuffed the bag today and none of that shit's there. Um settings and support. Settings. Alright, so I'm in my account here. Twitter blue, subscription, security and access, apps and sessions. Privacy and safety. Mm, mm, mm. No notifications. Accessibility display. No data usage. Autoplay. Uh, languages accessibility. No. Additional resources. Okay, let's see here. Let's go here. No. Uh, ads info. Policy privacy. Alright, I'm about to give up in a second. Because I don't see it. And then knowing me, I'll probably come back later on. Like, no, I'm ready to try again. I just don't want this to happen again. Wait, what is this? Um, data and sharing with business partners, ad preferences. Oh, your tweets, content you see, search settings. Topics, interests, display sensitive content, your tweets. All right, fuck it. Anyway, let's go here. Let's just go here. So I received this response. I, I, I typed in, in, in today. And, and, you know, when I typed this tweet earlier today, I just I really wasn't I really wasn't thinking. Hold on, let me bring this up on the other screen. I really wasn't thinking when I saw this. I mean, when I when I um, wrote the tweet, I was just kind of going off on CRT this morning on Twitter, and I said CRT is a Trojan horse for critical gender theory and critical queer theory. Let's make this common knowledge. And then um, I got uh, I got this response. I don't know. I don't know what this account is. This this account is really weird. I don't even know if this is a real person. Maybe it is. Um. So it's this guy. Right. You see him. Pastor Ben Church of Antifa. Is this guy a real person? He looks Benjamin Dixon. Benjamin Dixon show. Is this his real account? His uh, bio reads, Christian nationalism is the religion of white supremacy. I'm not going to tackle that yet. The moral thing to do is eradicate Nazism. It's what Jesus would do. Hold on, let me, let me, let me Google this guy. 
And then I'll explain, you know, what's happening here. Benjamin Dixon. Yeah, that's him. That's him. I don't know who this guy is or where he came from or what his deal is. But he was upset with me this morning. And um, he says, getting close to the first of the month and the black servants of white supremacy need their checks. This was his response to me saying that CRT is a Trojan horse for critical gender theory, critical queer theory. It's just, you know, um, first of all, I'd like to point out his lack of engagement from his audience because I retweeted him. So my audience could see it. Um, but it's a lack of engagement, which says that many black people just are quite skeptical of the whole gender thing and, and the queer thing, etc. But, um, you know, uh, you know, the ad hominem, ad hominem attacks basically saying that, you know, I'm, I'm a servant to white supremacy with this take and it's really weird when I get these type of um, comments on my profile because it's just like, especially when somebody, it's like a black man, and he's like representing Antifa. And I'm like, I, I thought that was like a white organization. I didn't know, like, I didn't know I was uh, black people could be a part of that or what the church had to deal with it or anything like that. Um, and then I had this other tweet here. Where I said, um, one problem with CRT is that they don't teach about African empires who enslaved early Europeans. And then um, this guy responds and he says, uh, Africa and Europe aren't America. So what the fuck do that got to do with U.S. history and the laws and codes they created specifically based on skin color? I get you have a white audience to griff, but let's be serious. Um, so in order to have an educated conversation about this, I just want to make sure I'm not mistaken and, um, take a look at what the definition of critical race theory is according to our overlords. Mm, okay. So it says here, according to Wikipedia, critical race theory is a cross disciplinary examination by social and civil rights scholars and activists of how laws, social and political movements and media shape and are shaped by social conceptions of race and ethnicity. The word critical and the name of academic reference to critical thinking, critical theory, and scholarly criticism rather than criticizing or blaming people. Uh, I'm not going to touch on the blame part. Everybody touches on that. CRT is also used in sociology to explain uh, social, political, and legal structures and power distribution as through a lens focusing on the concept of race and experiences of racism. For example, the CRT conceptual framework examines racial bias in laws and legal institutions such as highly uh, disparate uh, rates of incarceration among racial groups in the United States. Well, the first thing that comes to mind here, if you're going to talk about you know high rates of uh, incarceration, you would have to mention um, you know Clinton crime bill, Biden's crime bill, et cetera, et cetera. I, I, I don't know if they're going to really dive into that. But um, it says right here, you see right here. So this this links. It, it, it's funny that it, all this stuff is exactly what I said in the previous tweet because I had no idea I was going to read this today. Hold on, let me make sure you guys can see this good on your screen, so you guys can follow along. Um, let's be, let's all be good academics here. It says here now. Pay attention. It says 
a key CRT concept is intersectionality. Intersectionality. The way in which different forms of inequality and identity are affected by interconnections of race, class, gender, and disability. Now that's not me, this is Wikipedia. And it says a key CRT concept is intersectionality, meaning you can't teach CRT without teaching intersectionality, without talking about gender. Okay. All right. So you can't teach that without gender. So when we go back and we look at my previous tweet and I said, it's a Trojan horse for critical gender theory and quitter critical queer theory. You know, I get pushback um, from the black left like this, right? Then another person here says, this is clear misinformation. Uh, let's make that common knowledge. So this is your typical white liberal. Um, there's another account here. What's common knowledge is that you are a complete moron. I'm not a complete moron. I just can see. And if you look here, it says right here, a key concept of CRT is intersectionality. And you must discuss class, gender, and disability. Now let's go back to my previous tweet. Let's come back. Let's come back. Where are we? So I said right here, one problem with CRT is that they don't teach about African empires who enslaved early Europeans. And if you watched the uh, show last week, uh, it's called The Origin of the White Race, I think it's called, where we call Shaka Akmos. And he lent us his mind to discuss um, the origins of white people because um, he, he had previously discussed parts of that history to me and I was trying to piece it together in my memory and uh, he gave me the he gave us the full picture so when I mentioned this about you know African empires we get um, you get you get two you get you'll get two basic responses um, so you'll get one from Black, I wouldn't call them leftists. Let's just call them pro-blacks. Because pro-blacks sometimes blend in with leftists, but they'll be conservative on other issues. It depends on the issue. So there's some nuance here. You can't really call this guy a Black Lives Matter guy or a leftist guy. Um... So my homegirl stacks, she said, uh, they teach pre-American European history, but not pre-slavery black history. It's a good point. It's a really good point. Uh, then he responds, they didn't have an issue this whole time, not mentioning the Moors or the Olmecs or Nubia. Now all of a sudden they want to talk about how Africa actually had power over white people at one point. Hilarious. And, and you know, it, I can't really be mad at him. He's not familiar with my work. He, he he doesn't watch this show, so he doesn't know the type of material we've covered. We talk about all these topics all the time. Like I said, we just did a deep dive into the origin of white people last week with Shaka. Um, we've had various great minds come on his platform that are, you know, great black scholars. Um, and then I want to take a look at another take that you'll get. You'll get another take from the fringe right. 
Uh, let's see what happens to it. Oh, then you'll have like the denialist, right? The person that wants to deny and they'll say, can't we just teach that slavery is evil? At some point, every type of people were enslaved. And that's really more like an emotional conversation, more than a historical conversation. Because once you try to say, hey, this is bad, it's now like you're lending your opinion instead of saying, here are the facts. Like there is no facts. Like motions and facts don't share a bed. Those two things don't go together. So you have like emotional, let's call them emotional denialists. They're in their emotions. They see this thing. They don't like it. So they go, let's just label it evil and say all people did it. Da 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 da. And it's just like, well, we can't teach history. Um, hold on. Let me see if I can find the other one. I want to show you the fringe right. Um, then you have the additives, the people that like, or how Indian tribes conquered each other to dominate. You always got people that just got to add their two cents. And that's a lot. I, I, I like them much better than other groups that we mentioned. Um, where is it? Slavery was a choice. So who cares? Again, um, emotionalists, emotional denialists. Mm, where is that guy? Every race has been enslaved. These are people that, you know, I would assume uh, are triggered by the fact that, you know, Africans had empires. You know, there's a lot of people don't want to hear that, especially uh, the fringe right. It, 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 it makes them feel a bit insecure for some reason. I don't want to dive into why that is. All right, here we go. So, you got this fringe right group, which is a troll account called Dead Gay Son. And he says here, that's because there weren't any. The African empires, in quotes, you're trying to claim are Mediterranean. So you also get, um, that's like the, um, your, 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 I don't want to use the term racist. You know, your, your groper, can I say groper, Nick Fuentes followers type? Not exactly Nick Fuentes followers, but. Your white nationalist take, your white nationalist take would deny the existence of African empires, although it's like well documented throughout history. Um, even um, the work of uh, Herodotus, you know, thank God for Herodotus. Herodotus um, spoke about uh, the African empires of uh, Kemet, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, and many of the other Greek scholars, you know, um, talk about the African empire. So, you know, again, it's just history, but let's go back. So, um, stop it. Oh, I didn't know I could do that. Just learn something now. So, you know, one problem with CRT is that they don't teach about African empires. And then, you know, I want to basically respond to this guy. So this guy goes African Europe are in America. So what the fuck do that got to do with us history and the laws and codes they created specifically based on skin color. So, Usually what happens is people get stuck here when it comes to um, when it comes to race. They usually get stuck in, a, you know, we was beaten, we was slaves, you know, we was water fountains, we was back of the bus, you know, that type of situation. They get stuck there and um, there's nothing wrong with bringing those things up. However, it, it says a lot about what your mind defaults to as the primary and really. 
what I say is if you, anytime you study any any civilization, there's two things. Well, it's three three main things you got to study when you're looking at civilizations. First is their religious structure. Extremely, extremely important because I got to tell you a lot about their culture. Um, the next thing you have to be concerned with is um, their economic structure and their uh, military structure. These are the three main things you want to look at. So if you want to understand black people in America, you'd have to take a look at those three things. What is their religious structure? How does it operate? What is their military structure and what is their economic structure? So if we're going to really have a conversation about critical race theory and we don't begin on these three things, basically what you have is a um, a psyop. When you don't discuss these things, you now have a psyop because these people are hiding the primary conversations that must be had when discussing this topic. What is the military organization of black people? Black people have maybe two military organizations, the Fruit of Islam and um, like the Black Panther Party. If we were to look at the military organization of whites in America or the Yamnaya tribe of America, the Yamnaya tribe of America, they organize in militias and you'll see them out in um, Arizona. And when you go out to Arizona, you'll see they organize and they train in militia groups. Many of them are ex-military guys, Marines, Green Berets, et cetera, et cetera. And they go out there and they train, right? So you need to take a, a deep dive into the military makeup and organization of black people. If we're going to talk about critical race theory, they can't talk about that because part of their agenda is disarming the public. So if they mention a military structure of black American people that could be mistaken as being pro second amendment and saying that every black man should have an AR 15 and that's not what they want. And many people have stated that, um, um, gun control began when black people started to organize, um, their military or, or exercise their second amendment. Right. And I believe that's, um, what act is that out? in it was, um, I want to look it up just so I have it on memory. I know the chat's going to beat me to it, but it was, uh, Oakland black Panthers gun rights. Let's type in gun rights. Let's see here. Uh, Mulford. Thank you. The Mulford act. That's what it was. It was the Mulford Act. And the Mulford Act was a 1967 California bill that prohibited public carrying of loaded firearms without a permit. Named after Republican Assemblyman Don Mulford and signed into law by Governor of California Ronald Reagan. So let's not be fooled and say it's just Democrats that have introduced gun control. Because as you can see here, Republicans have a history of it as well. And it says the bill was crafted with the goal of disarming members of the Black Panther Party who were conducting armed patrols of o Oakland neighborhoods in what would be later, later turned as cop watching. 
They garnered national attention after Black Panther members bearing arms marched up to the California state capitol to protest the bill. Okay, so um, that's the Mulford Act. So, again, when we talk about critical race theory, in order to talk about critical race theory, you have to discuss the military organization of black people. And in order to do so, you have to be pro Second Amendment. And we have to mention things like the Mulford Act. I don't know where that's in, in CRT, but I'm guessing it might be in there. Again, um, the next thing we have to talk about is what is the economic organization of black people in America? And in order to do that, thanks to the work of Thaddeus Russell, you'd have to look at something called. Um, damn, I always blank out as soon as I'm saying it. Um, Mutual Aid Societies, Mutual Aid Society, also called Benefit Society, and it's basically um, a fraternal organization, but let's go here, and it says History of Benefit Societies, okay? History of Benefit Societies, and it says here, examples of a benefit society can be found throughout history, including among secret societies of the Tang Dynasty in China, and among African Americans during the post-revolutionary years. Okay? Let's get my highlighter out. Boom. Such as those who organized, and it says right here, Free African Society of Philadelphia. And you'll see it right here. It says 1787. I'm going to open that up, and we're going to take a look at that in just a... Actually, let's take a look. Let's stop right there. Let's look at that. The Free African Society, FAS, founded in 1787, was a benevolent organization that held religious services and provided mutual aid for free Africans and their descendants. Now, this is key. This is key. Now, remember, I had none of this prepared. This is all off the fly. And you'll see all these things tie together. So you notice they're not using the term black here or African-American. In 1787, there wasn't much delineation. It was free Africans and their descendants. Basically, you are African, and if you're not African, you are a descendant of Africans, which sort of destroys the whole ADOS foundational black situation that we got going on today. After hundreds of years, you guys claim that we're different people and whatever, whatever. But this was in Philadelphia, and it says here the society was founded by Richard Allen and Absalom Jones. It was the first black religious institution in the city and led the establishment of the first independent black churches in the United States. So you see here we have um, some precedents being sent, being set. And um, I want to go to. Um, OK, there's an epidemic, so they, they help. They aided people during an epidemic. And. Um, Uh, let's see here. I'm trying to see if there's any. Okay, here we go. Found it. The FAS provided social and economic guidance and medical care. This is a, this is a key, key sentence here. Key sentence. Key, key, key sentence. So key. In fact, we're going to have to tie this in with the yellow fever epidemic of 1793. Because that's pertinent as well, because we're sold socialism and Medicare for all, and they've convinced 
a small segment of the black population that we should have this. Or maybe it's a large segment and I'm not up on the numbers. But as you can see here, it says the FAS provided social and economic guidance. Keyword, economic guidance. Remember we said you got to take a look at the economy and economics of a people in order to understand them or understand their struggle, their pitfalls, their strengths. It also helped new citizens establish their new sense of self-determination. This is important. Self-determination, right? We don't want to be looking to our enemy or somebody else for our pride, for our self-determination. It says right here, while teaching thriftiness, teaching thriftiness, it's a lot to highlight here. This is good. This is good information. And how to save to build wealth build wealth these don't sound like socialists to me these don't sound like people that are afraid of capitalists and it said it became the model for what banks in the african-american community now how is this possible they told me that jim crow and all this shit we ain't had no rights yet from 1797 to 1822 the fas was organizing and became a model for banks in the African-American community. So banks in the African-American community followed the model of the FAS. Okay. So here it says it improved the morals of its members by regulating marriages, condemning drunkenness and adultery, which is a far cry from where we are today when we listen to some of the music that comes out of um, what they call rap culture get drunk get high commit adultery right we have a lot of that happening um, okay now let's go on here to the important part which is um, the yellow fever epidemic it says in aid to the sick the FAS became famous for its members charitable work as nurses and aides during the yellow fever epidemic of 1793 when many residents abandoned the city the doctor Benjamin Rush believed African Americans were immune to the disease he wrote an open letter in a newspaper under the pseudonym of a well-known Quaker who helped educate blacks and appealed to blacks to aid others in the city during the epidemic Allen and Jones decided to respond together with other members of FES who served both black and white residents as nurses and aides during the, those terrible months. After all their work, Allen and Jones wrote a memoir about the events. Somebody could do a, um, a paper for their university class uh, on this subject matter alone. Just the yellow fever epidemic of 1773 and the work of the FAS. There's quite a few citations to start work, uh, your, your research off right here says a narrative of the proceedings of the black people during the late awful calamity. They're trying to set the record straight and defend themselves against an accusatory pamphlet published by Matthew Carey after he had fled the city for much of September 1793. He accused blacks of charging high prices for nursing, taking advantage of whites, and even stealing from them during the pandemic. Okay. Now we got to open up Matthew Carey. We're going to see. You see Matthew Carey's face right here. This is a white man. See the white man's face right there? Okay, let's come back. 
accused the blacks of charging high prices for nursing, taking advantage of whites, and even stealing the stealing um, from them during the epidemic. His pamphlet was entitled "A Short Account of the Malignant Fever." Allen and Jones noted that it was whites who charged high rates to charge uh, for nursing during the crisis. So there's some back and forth here between Matthew Carey and the FAS, et cetera, et cetera. And um, due to the fact that I haven't um, researched uh, that that feud, I'm not going to say much about it. I just want to point I just want to point to some things uh, that you could begin your investigation on. First of all, he says charging high prices. Who complains about charging high prices, I ask you? A socialist. So let's go to Matthew Carey and see if there's any instances of socialism on his profile. Okay, nothing comes up in the wiki. Let's see if there's any. Well, this is before socialism, so it wouldn't be any instances of communism because communism isn't founded until... 1880s, 1890s. So this precedes that, which means we'd have to look and see if there's any Rousseau in his studies. But Rousseau comes later too. He, this guy is older than Rousseau, I believe. Damn. Hmm. So then who would predate the socialist that would be as close to them as possible? Let me see if we can find some. So politics supporter of so the federalists john adams supported him not surprising um anyway i don't want to get derailed studying this guy i want to at least stay somewhat on topic because i'll go down a rabbit hole and never come back um oh Okay, so he's the father of the economist. See, this is how I hate when I end up down these damn rabbit holes. So he's a father of, of, of an economist. And this economist is influenced by Alexander Hamilton, as you see on the page here. Let's <laughs> see, I, I knew I was going to end up going down a rabbit hole. We got time, though. We got time. Look at this. Never trust anybody that has a, a positive influence from um, or, or an influence from Alexander Hamilton. Um, so what were his economic beliefs? Let's see here. Um, I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. Carrie read the published 1829 to 30 lectures of uh, Nassau Williams Sr. titled The Rate of Wages and the Cost of Obtaining Money and published his refutation uh, essay on the rate of wages and examination differences and conditions of laboring population throughout the world. So this is definitely some, you know, um, socialist beginnings right when you start talking about wages minimum wage and all of these situations right um okay so here we go i told you i was going to end up down a rabbit hole but that's okay because i know y'all like this shit because y'all got big brains and y'all take master focus okay it says here that the i'm gonna read this really fast the same year that uh, essay on the rate and wages was published. Carey retired from active business with a fortune and devoted his time to economics and related work. He began work on a text, The Harmony of Nature, which he did not feel adequate for wider publication, uh, but which became central to his later thinking. Setting this work aside, he began Principles of Political Economy in 1837, an expansion of his uh, refutation of senior. He completed the three-work volume in 1840. The work was largely adapted by French economist Bastiat, 
Okay, Bastiat. Bastiat wasn't too bad. He was pretty cool in his own uh, Harmony Economics in 1849 with some later uh, accusing Bastiat of plagiarism. Okay, the first volume explained Carey's labor theory, uh, labor theory of value. Its second volume, a comparative study of credit systems in France, Great Britain, United States, reads as defense of uh, American free banking system. Okay, so it was in defense of American free banking system. Okay, I like this guy. So he's studying Bastiat. He's, uh, you know, defending free banking, politically as, uh, particularly as practiced in New England. Ugh, I don't know about that. Now, wait a second. Hold on. Because New England was fractional reserve banking. In the wake of the uh, Panic of 1837, yeah, see, uh, it was cited favorably by John Stuart Mill in defense of his own arguments for a similar system in Britain. Carey continued his work, uh, continued to ground his thinking in standard laissez-faire doctrine. So that's good. That's what we want. Governments have uh, arrogated to themselves the task of regulating the currency, and the natural effect is that nothing is less regular. He would soon thereafter abandon the doctrine. Damn, he abandoned that? He was on the right path. All right. So this guy was an economist, but it's just really weird that he's an economist and he's just, again, this is ancient time, so they don't got the internet. And he was upset because the blacks of the FAS were charging high prices for nursing. I can't, I, I don't know what the prices should have been at that time or what the market called for. But, um, my point is, as we transition into the whole Brani thing, we didn't look to government. We couldn't look to government to support us during a time of a pandemic. However, I want you to show, I want. Benjamin Rush. So Benjamin Rush seems to be um, some sort of doctor. And this gentleman, Benjamin Rush, believed African-Americans were immune to the disease. He wrote an open letter in a newspaper in the pseudonym who helped educate and appeal to blacks to aid in the cities and other epidemic. I can't really say too much about that, um, mostly because I don't there's, there's, there's kids watching. There's guys like 20 years old that are watching. I don't want them running around spreading misinformation. So I'm not going to I'm not going to say anything about this. I'm going to have to do more research before we talk about, you know, what we are immune to what we are not immune to because there are, you know, um, certain things people are more susceptible than others. For example, um, J RFK said, um, you know, uh, blacks and whites are more susceptible to um, COVID-19 than other groups. And um, that's how we got into the origin of white people last week. Cause I was trying to figure out their genetic lineage of some sort. So, um, so yeah, now, the, now, coming back, all the way back, all the way back, three things about a society we discussed. You got to understand the military. You got to understand the economics. And I just showed you that in 1793, um, there was the um, FAS. So let's go back and let's see if we can find another one. So let's type in Black Mutual Aid Societies. And you'll see a whole list here. Um, here we go. And you'll see a list right here, right? 
Free African Union Society, 1780, 1787, 1791, 1808, 1827, 1830, 18, and the list goes on, right? And they have descriptions here. You, all you got to do is just type in Black Mutual Aid Societies, right? And again, shout out to Thaddeus Russell for being a great teacher to me. Um, I am educated by some of the greatest professors on the planet, Thaddeus Russell being one. Um, oh, they even got the founding document. Really cool. See, there's so much research. Like, I really want to, now I want to read the founding document just to see how they thought, right? Um, one day, one day I might do a presentation on this. Anyway, let's come all the way back. So we must, we, we said we must study. Oh, we just sold another HotepCon ticket. Somebody's going to HotepCon, HotepNation.com. Get your tickets. Damn. It's going to be a packed house this year. Um, all right, so let's come back. So we know we got to discuss the economic um, status of a people. In this case, we're talking about the economic status of black people. If you're going to study CRT and you're going to study CRT, you got to study mutual black mutual aid societies, because without studying that. You won't see how black people did for self. OK. And we're still going to come back to this guy, this guy that was angry at my tweet when I said that um, CRT doesn't teach about African empires who enslaved early Europeans. Um, we're going to come back to that and we're going to come back to um, his gripes about this. OK. But first. I wanted to make apparent to you that we had this, the mutual aid societies. Now, why is it important to study mutual aid societies? Well, it's important to study those. Um. Hold on, I just want to have the right thing on the screen. Here we go. Benefit Society. It's important to, to, to understand these because now you start to see an independent population of people. And, and Benefit Societies were not exclusive to black people. All types of people have mutual aid societies. Mutual aid societies, in fact, are very natural. So when we talk about or, or play the game, the hypothetical situation game, role-playing game, Hotep Jesus, you run the... You run, um, you know, the United States of America, you're the new de facto president. What would you do? Repeal everything. Just just start, you know, pulling back all types of executive orders. I'm taking away social programs one by one by one as people adjust. Right. You got to give people a window to sort of adjust to the new change. You don't want to do everything all at one time. You may create like too much of a. Of a, a jerk on the economy. So. um, Yeah, so. People think that you have to ask the government for medical services. However, I just showed you a precedent in early America before slavery was abolished, by the way, because slavery in America is not abolished till 1864, right? Uh, serfdom was abolished in Russia in 1861. So before serfdom is abolished in Russia, and slavery is abolished in America. You had mutual aid societies um, operated by black people for the benefit of black people. They didn't go to government. They went to their own nurses. They went to their own banks. They went to their own doctors. And they handled their own situations. They didn't ask the government for anything. You fast forward and everybody on the left 
I don't even say everybody, but the left majority wants to push people into social programs, socialism, communism, because they've been co-opted by the communists, obviously. But they want to put everybody into that bucket. And why? Why do they want to do that? Because it destroys your ability to organize. Remember, these things are organizations. These things are, they even use the, the term fraternal benefit society. And we look at something like um, Skull and Bones, right? Skull and Bones of, uh, of um, Yale, right? You may see this. Let me see here. You'll see right here fraternity, right? These things will be described as fraternities. So a mutual aid society is a type of fraternity. So the Illuminati or the skull and bones type of uh, 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 society, secret societies, okay? They don't want competition. They don't want other societies. They want to be the only societies because society is how you have power. In order to have power, you need to create a society first, which I guess we should probably look up the definition of a society. So society is a group of individuals involved in persistent social interaction or a large social group sharing the same spatial or social territory, typically subject to the same political authority and dominant cultural expectations. Society is characterized by patterns of relationships between individuals who share distinctive culture and institutions. A given society may be described as a sum total of such relationships among its constituent members. In, in the social services, a larger society often exhibits stratification or uh, dominance um, patterns in subgroups that's a grammar error there i believe okay so the powers that be don't want you organizing in, in societies because they understand the power of that a family is like a mini society it's like a micro society so they want you they don't want you building societies now we just went through a pandemic and what did they want you to do they wanted you to run to the government for guidance they didn't want you to run to your own mutual aid society they didn't want you to run to hotep nation that's not what they wanted. What they wanted was you to depend on the government for guidance. And this is a trick that has been played for many years. Now, let's go back. So here we are. And I said one problem with CRT is that they don't teach about African empires who enslaved early Europeans. Now, this gentleman here is looking at this as a way to say that I'm minimizing the role of the European during slave slavery, during the Atlant transatlantic slave trade, um, the Dutch East Indian Company, Dutch West Indian Company, and the various other companies, Barclays, AIG, and the various insurance companies involved in that, and all the smuggling Rothschilds in between, okay? So we, we don't want to eliminate that or degradate that. Some people use this talking point to degradate the European role and the travesty that was slavery in America. It was horrible. It was a horrible incident and, and, and it should never happen again, right? Now, me being, you know, a, a 200 IQ individual, this is a double entendre. Right. It's, it's this 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 tweet for me is really like a quadruple entendre. It's this levels to this tweet here. Right. So one way to look at it is, is saying, OK, he's trying to minimize Europeans role in the slave trade. 
Another way to look at it is to say it could be empowering to black people because if you go back far enough, you find us at the top of the food chain, African empires, which could restore some, as the Mutual Aid Society calls, self-determination. So you can look at this as a means of self-determination. You can also look at this objectively and just say this is just history, right? Now, my real purpose behind wording this tweet like this is, is the fact that I believe we have to teach history in chronology, okay? If we come into a CRT classroom and they say, we're going to talk about slavery today. And let's say we pick John Brown, the slave, right? So John Brown, the slave, and a child is in the classroom, right? Somebody's child who's 20 years old. He raises his hand and he goes, well, where did John Brown come from? And he goes, oh, um, the Mali region of, of Africa is where we've traced his lineage back to. Okay. Well, what was going on in the Mali region? Well, there was a Mali empire there. Okay. Let's go back further. What about the empire of Kemet and the enslavement of white people? Really what I'm saying is when you start utilizing the Socratic method, it's always going to take you back to the number zero. And I was going to respond to this guy, but I decided not because it's a waste of my time. You kind of got to be able to detect when something's a waste of your time. And I detected this was a complete and utter waste of my time. Now, when you teach a child how to count, initially, you omit the number zero. You teach a child, you say one, two, three, right? This is how we count. But at some point in a child's life, hopefully sooner than later, you're going to have to teach them about the number zero. What CRT is doing is it's teaching black people how to count and omitting the number zero. It's, it's omitting negative integers. Imagine teaching a high school course or, or um, an algebra course. Because I hate to put ages to when you should learn things. You can learn things whenever you are ready. Imagine teaching the algebra course and never introducing negative integers or the number zero, which are very magical numbers. That's what CRT is. It doesn't teach children zero. Anybody in the age of 25 is basically like a child to me. I'm 42 years old. They're children to me. If you haven't passed the age of 25, you're a child. Um, so these children... Mostly because I say that because your brain hasn't fully formed to the age of 25, allegedly, but who knows? Anyway, you're teaching them how to count without or teaching them algebra without teaching them negative integers and the number zero. That's what CRT does. You can't teach a people their current situation without teaching them how did you get here? What landed you? in this spot. Now, some people will go back to um, like the Dahomey tribe and say, well, the Dahomey tribe was selling black people to uh, the European colonists or invaders or whatever term you want to use for them. And that's factually correct. This did happen. 
right? But is that going to be taught in CRT? The issue, the, the other issue with CRT is it's emotionalism and not intellectualism. Let's, let's tweet that. Let's type another problem with CRT is that it promotes emotionalism instead of intellectualism. Okay. Now, you can't study history with emotions. Once your emotions get involved, it's going to hinder your studies. Some people have asked me, you know, how did I get so um, educated on histories? Because I was able to remove my emotions and just say, I don't really give a fuck. White man won the war. Black man won the war. Chinese, just tell me who won the war. I don't care. I'm still great on my own, right? This is great about individualism. I'm still great on my own. I'm still going to do me. Like, I don't really care, right? So you have, to, you have to remove that care and start looking at the facts and facts are facts, but everybody adds emotion to these things and become very emotional. So that's another problem with CRT is people look at a situation and then they involve their emotions, okay? Now, We talk about this term white supremacy, but white supremacy is dispelled, is dispelled with my tweet. If African empires predate European empires and Europeans are the first slave, if we're going to play the game, the stupid game of supremacy, which is really dumb, we'd have to say that the African is the supreme race because they came first, right? Or it's one argument. Then the white man comes in and he learns skills and he becomes supreme. Now he's winning the game. And we don't look at this thing like a game. We'll never understand it. But let me, let me, let me, let me close on this point. The point I'm trying to make is how does the black race become the underclass of the world? Because when we're talking about because they'll use this term white supremacy, right? And, and colorism and racism. And they'll say this is a global phenomenon. Now, how is it that first, maybe second most populated people, I don't know what the Chinese are doing right now, how many billion people are, but one of the, the, the most popular, populous uh, people on, on, on the planet, black people, African people, how is it that they're at the underclass of every country that has another culture? How is it that way? How is it that even lighter skin is deemed prettier than darker skin? You'd have to ask yourself these questions. How did it get this way? And in order to do that, you got to go back to the number zero. You got to go back to the number zero and the negative integers, which would be BC. So if you're not starting in the early kingdom of Kemet, how can you really understand black people today? If you don't understand black people of yesterday, how do you understand black people of today? What do they always say? If you don't um, learn your history, you're doomed to repeat it. So you have to first see that black people introduced the world 
not only to slavery, but also to capitalism. First coins are coming out of Africa, smelting and all these things, right? So we've introduced the world to coinage, capitalism, slavery. And you now can apply some judgment and say, wow, maybe these are the mistakes that we made. What within our culture said these things were a necessity? So we can begin to uproot them from the consciousness of humanity, uproot the idea of slavery from the consciousness of humanity as a viable option, but knowing how the world came to be that way, because slavery still exists in many parts of the world, like Libya, following the invasion of Barack Obama's administration, trying to tear after uh, Muammar Gaddafi. All right. So you first have to understand how we created this system in order to destroy the system or create the new. In summation, when we teach CRT, it is a mistake to separate black people from African people, especially when we call them African-Americans and say they came over from Africa from slave shit. You have to follow the lineage and you got to follow it back to zero. And if you teach black children that they are slaves subconsciously, and now this is the plot of quote unquote white supremacy is to teach black inferiority and start your history at slave so that black people develop a sense of inferiority and white people develop a sense of superiority. That, that I believe is the capstone to quote unquote white supremacy. It's not white supremacy because, and most and people who use the term white supremacy haven't studied enough European history to know that it's not white supremacy. Okay. I'll just, I'll just leave that there because even some of my teachers use the term white supremacy. I just roll my eyes and just keep it moving. Right. But again, they're older. They came up from a different time. And that's what we taught in the, in the black community. White supremacy, white supremacy, white supremacy, all that fucking bullshit. There is no white supremacy. I'm here to tell you right now, there's no such thing as white supremacy. There's a ruling class. And then there's everybody else. There's the powerful and there's the powerless and everybody in between. That's all that there is. Okay. It's not a white thing. It's not a white thing. I promise you, it's not a white thing. At all. At all. Now, some people through history may have tried to introduce these concepts. Hitler, Napoleon and others may have introduced this concept. Uh, the Vatican may have tried to introduce this concept of whiteness into the world. But that's because some man introduces something into the world does not make it true. Right. So coming back to my point. White supremacy is when you instill an inferiority complex in black people and a superiority complex in white people by starting your historical teachings at slavery. That is white supremacy.
Hotep, you're a genius. Hotepjesus.com. If your CRT program doesn't start at zero or one of the negative integers, you're not doing any justice to your students. I ask black people this all the time and I ask white people all this all the time. Name an African empire. But they can name all the Martin Luther Kings in the world, right? Real easy they could do that. Let me check on the chat before I continue. I've been running my mouth a lot. Let me just check on the chat really fast here. How y'all feeling, chat? Um, Reaction PR, he says, seems uh, the Obamas took a lesson from the Clintons. Big facts. <laughs> y'all gotta behave yourself, man. Koofy's on tight. Okay, just want to check on the chat. Everybody doing good? Good, good, good. We're going to open up phone lines in a minute here. I'm going to roll up my spliff and I'm going to talk to y'all. 202-596-5631. Please do me a favor. Please do me a favor and send a text message to that number. Mods, type it in the chat, the phone number, to get in line if you want to call in. Right? Let's talk about all this subject matter. Now, let's talk about the last piece to this. Remember I told you. What are the three things you must study when you're looking at a civilization of people or a society of people? Military organization. Economic organization. And your spiritual organization, a.k.a. religion. Well, it's funny because when we looked at the benefit societies, such as the FAS out of Philadelphia, <clears throat> where were they established? In the black churches. In the black churches. So you had a, a cooperation between economics and religion. Economics and religions were intertwined during this period. Is the same thing happened today? I would say so on a smaller scale. You can go in and, you know, they feed the homeless. But is there any vast network of economic cooperation throughout the many black churches? I would say no pockets here and there. Some churches are doing like this. And this is why I tell people, some people say, you know, I want to eliminate the black church. And I'm like, Ugh. although I don't follow the black church, I like the black church because it's easier to steer a ship one way or another than to completely turn it all the way around. You know, it just need to turn it a few degrees. We don't need the thing to turn around. We don't need to burn it to the ground. We just need to turn it a few degrees, add a few more programs and, and you don't have to reinvent the wheel. Um, there's plans out there. Uh, matter of fact, I think I can find one for you on my Twitter account. Cause somebody said, Oh, how do we hold on? Um, how, you know, what do we as black people, this is what they used to ask me. What do we as black people do? And I don't fault them for this. Uh, cause I know they just don't have, um, you know, the exposure to education like I do, but, um, so like right here, somebody says any good books y'all recommend on history. And I said, destruction of black civilization, I'll say right here, it says uh, at the end of destruction of black civilization by Chancellor Williams, there is a blueprint for revolution in that blueprint. You will not find protests. This is 2015 now, May 9th, 2015 in that blueprint. You will not find 
protests, marching, or violence as a solution. So some of us are studying and others aren't. And it's easy to tell who is who. Okay. Um, maybe we can find a screenshot of that work. Let's see here. May have been eliminated since then. Um, I'd have to pull up a copy of the book, and I don't want to do that right now. You guys need to get a copy of the book, Destruction of Black Civilization. And in the back of that, it tells you, it's it's like literally, um, here's Talib Kweli, but, you know, he... Um, has been since has been suspended from Twitter. Um, but you can find a copy free online or you can buy it. I suggest buying it. I have both. I have uh, a copy of the book and, uh, and um, on physical and digital. Right. Anyway. Um, so let's go back. Let's go back. So in order to understand society, you got to check out their religious or spiritual organization how are these people organizing and you can see from today what's under attack um one of them is christian nationalism as we saw that guy in his in his bio he said he's against christian nationalism he said christian nationalism is a form of white supremacy right and really this is a doctrine that was taught to him but and many times you you can't decouple um, organization and church, economic organization and church. You couldn't decouple those two. When the community needed something, they went to the church. They went to the church not only for that, they went to the church for medical services as well in some instances, not all instances, in some instances. But you see here the Free African Society, which work with churches, doctors, and nurses. So all of these things sort of fall under your religious um, institutions. Well, where are black people today with the religious institutions? Well, the Democrats know how to use our religious institutions. They use our religious institutions to get themselves reelected. They, they cut a little bit of money to the pastor, and the pastor lets him come in and speak, and then he, he urges his congregation to vote for the Democrats, right? So the Democrats know the power of the black church. I don't think black people understand the power of the black church. You see, the power of the black church does not <clears throat> does not lie within Jesus. The power in a black church relies in its congregation, in its constituents, in its society. That's the power of the black church. But we have since been removed from that. And all we're left with is a white or a black Jesus. Jesus is going to save us. No, you got to save your damn self. Even the Bible tell you God only saved those who saved themselves, right? So you got to put the work in. Even the, even the esoterics will say something like this. Latin phrase right here. Ora et labora, right? And it says, um, this is Latin for pray and work. Okay? Pray and work. So you pray and then you got to get to work. You got to start putting in labor. Some people is praying and they not putting in the work. But prayer don't work without work. Hotep, you're a genius. Hotepjesus.com. Prayer don't work without work. You feel me? So Twitter doesn't leave much room for nuance. And therefore, me being the slick grifter that I am, 
I'm able to place this tweet on a timeline. One problem with CRT is that they don't teach about African empires who enslaved early Europeans. And this is designed to tell the truth, to expose CRT, but also to trigger our pro-blacks and our pro-whites. Our pro-blacks and our pro-whites. And the more educated I get, the less pro-black I become. The more educated I get, the less pro-black I become. The more educated I get, the less I give a fuck, too, about anything. You could tell, look at my demeanor at the beginning of the show. Didn't care about any of those topics. When you educate yourself extremely, like, it's really hard to care about certain things. At some point, I'm not going to care about this subject matter, and this will bore me, because I would have educated myself to a level where I care about something else more. It's just so happy you guys are lucky enough to catch me in this phase of my life where this type of stuff is important to me or I actually care about it. Do I know why I care about it? Hell no. You can't explain why your taste buds prefer one food or another. How do you explain that? Just like I can't explain why this subject matter intrigues me. I can't explain why the Russian Revolution intrigues me. Some people will try and explain it and say it has something to do with your past life and, and your affinities your affinity to certain subject matter depends on where you were or left off on a past life. So that, that could be one explanation, but some of you aren't ready for that conversation. We get too deep into the esoterics. Some of you people are so far into the church and the indoctrination of the church, you can't see the deeper message in the church. And that's unfortunate. However, I can say in my 50s, I'll be going on a very deep, deep, deep spiritual journey. And I'm going to lose a lot of you. I'm going to lose a lot of church people, but I'm going to help a lot of other people um, because I'll be on my spiritual journey in my in my 50s. And this version of me will be unrecognizable. Unrecognizable, just like you guys remember Ali Shakur and like this version of me is unrecognizable to him. Well, when I turn 50, this version of me will be unrecognizable. I'm just I'm going to be somewhere completely different. Um, so, yeah. Now, we say all that to come back to our young boy here. We're going to open up the phone lines in a minute. We're not going to cover the LeBron stuff, the Bronny stuff too much. You already know what I'm going to say. I will cover this Krasenstein um, tweet, though. I will cover that. But apparently it says here, um, at practice, Bronny James suffered a cardiac arrest. The medical staff was uh, able to treat him and take him to the hospital. He's in stable condition and no longer in ICU. Um, we asked for respect. Uh, we asked for respect and privacy for the James family. And the media will update when there is more information. LeBron and Savannah wish to publicly send their deepest thanks and appreciation to the USC medical and athletic staff for their incredible work and dedication to the safety of their athletes. Now, before I even dive into this, I send my best wishes to Bronny and the family. Don't want to see anybody die. Don't want to see anybody hurt, going to cardiac arrest. Um, but two tweets we're going to have to pull up. Um, mostly PSYOP type tweets. So the CIA, um, and I'm using that term loosely. I don't really mean the CIA as in the CIA. I'm just using that term loosely. But the ops, they'll come in and, and post things in your thread to pull people away right so it says right here krasenstein says being black and playing basketball leads to heart attacks and this guy says the 2019 article 
says he's legit. Okay, so let's look at the 2019 article about this, basically saying black people and basketball are predisposed to cardiac arrest. Um, I read this on my phone, so I don't have highlights, but I'm going to scroll down to the pertinent part here. Um, okay, here we go. So it says right here, <clears throat> uh, when causes of... Uh, when talking about causes of SED in athletes, it is helpful to consider them by two large age groups, younger athletes under 35 and older athletes older, older than 35. OK, so it says the causes of SED in younger athletes is commonly due to inherited cardiac conditions, while older athletes it is most often due to. Athero. Sclerotic coronary artery disease, whatever the hell that is. But it seems as though the arteries is getting clogged. That's, that's just my best guess. Let's take a look. Um, or, or there. Okay. So da, 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 carry oxygen and nutrients. Da, 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 specific, da, 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 da. Yes. So is a clog here. Buildup of fats, cholesterol, and other substances on the artery walls. Do you guys see that there? Buildup of plaque. Okay. So we know that that's happening. Let's go back. So that's for everybody over the age of 35. But for the younger kids, this is something that's inherited. So you inherently have a bad heart. Something wrong with your heart, you know, uh, passed down through generations. Right? And they call it sudden cardiac death in athletes. Right? That's what SCD stands for, sudden cardiac death. Now, LeBron is Bronny is alive, so he doesn't have SCD. So I don't know why they posted this, although, you know, maybe this he could have if, if the USC uh, staff didn't save his life, right? So maybe he could have been. So this, is, this information, according to my cursory look at this, is irrelevant because Bronny is under the age of 25, and according to what we've seen, LeBron's got a good heart. Savannah got a good heart, but we don't know the rest of the family. So all that stuff is left up to speculation. But it's not definitive. So you can't post that link and be definitive in your post. Now let's go back. Let's look at the Krasenstein. So the Krasenstein, which people are saying they're shills for the Democratic Party, says uh, facts or files dozens of athletes every year suffering from cardiac incidents with several dying every year. Now, dozens is far different than the amount of deaths we've had. I mean, we have a huge, huge spike. Um, somebody's got the numbers somewhere, but I'm not going to get into that. But there's a huge, huge spike. It's not dozens that now. It's way more. Um, men's college basketball players are the most at risk, and black men are even more at risk. Um, there is absolutely no indication that Bronny suffered from myocarditis. Um, now, that is true. But also, there is no indication that he did not suffer from myocarditis, right? So this is where there's an omission of facts. And this is like a form of lying is omission. So there is no indication that he did suffer from it, but there is no indication that he did not because the, the family said we want to keep that information silent. Studies have shown that people contracted COVID-19 were found to be at risk of developing myocarditis 11 times more than those who did not. Those who had received the vaccine were less likely to study the development of um, myocarditis. Now, if 
if COVID-19 is causing myocarditis and you give somebody a vaccine and the vaccine is supposed to make the body respond like it has myocarditis, then maybe the vaccine could cause myocarditis. It says here, yes, myocarditis is a very rare possible side effect of COVID vaccines. All right. So he says very rare. I don't know how he would describe very rare. But the virus itself has been shown to cause the heart problem even more often. Okay, just like when you get uh, a flu vaccine, you sometimes get symptoms of the flu. The same can be true for the COVID vaccine as it tricks your body into thinking you have the virus thus causing inflammatory response intended to fight it off. Anecdotes and non-controlled, non-peer-reviewed studies are not proof of anything. Okay, all good information, you know. Um, However, it's not balanced, right? It's not balanced. That's not balanced. It's all like, hey, you know, we haven't said it's a vaccine, right? So let's come back. What does my tweet say? I said, Bronnie James went into cardiac arrest, question mark. I guess I'll pretend like the vaccine isn't a suspect here since that's what everyone else is doing. Now, what is my point here with this tweet? My point here, who's texting me? Gutfeld just hit me. Um, ninth, the ninth, I'm going to have to move. Wait, I'm the ninth or the 14th. I could probably swing the, yeah, I could swing the 14th. That'll be perf. Um, yeah, let's do the 14th. Um, cool. All right, so we had the uh, book gut failed there. Um, so I'm not saying it is the vaccine. What I'm saying is, at what point do we get, begin to add the vaccine to the suspect list? That's all I'm saying. And eventually it's going to come about. And I've talked about this before. SwineFluHistory.com. Um, I think it's History.com. Uh, 1976, right here. It's right here. It's not the first time this shit has happened. You know what I'm saying? It says right here. History.com. It don't get more mainstream than this. When the U.S. government tried to fast track a flu vaccine. I'm not making this shit up. I'm not making it up. Still got the highlights in here too. Um, a public service advertisements urged citizens to get a shot of protection. Millions of Americans rolled up their sleeves as vaccinations started on October 1st. While Ford equipped the shot may mean a, a few sore arms. The press reported the possibility of much worse um, consequences after three senior citizens died of heart attacks. <laughs> Shortly after receiving vaccinations at the same Pittsburgh clinic, while investigations determined no connection between the deaths and the vaccine, a number of states temporarily suspended the program. So a number of states had to suspend the program. Okay. Meanwhile, not only had the pandemic not yet appeared, but no swine flu cases outside of Fort Dix cluster had even been reported. Even if there was no connection between the vaccine and Gilbert syndrome, 
The risk was no longer acceptable. After vaccination of 45 million Americans, nearly a quarter of the country's population, the government halted the program on December 16th. Okay. And he justified this here. Ford, uh, he says, uh, when lives are at stake, it is better to err on the side of overreaction than underreaction. In 1976, the federal government wisely opted to put protection of the public first. So this is not the first time we've been here. Um, hold on. One more highlight. I got to make one more highlight, and then we're going to open up phone calls. Mm. I got to find something else in this article. Oh, here we go. Although photographs of Ford receiving a vaccination were distributed in the hopes of rallying support, public confidence was further shaken when dozens of vaccine recipients were dis- uh, diagnosed with Gale-Barre syndrome, a rare neurological disorder causing muscle weakness, tingling in the extremities and paralysis. You should start to begin to see Jamie Foxx in your mind, Bronny in your mind, that reporter that passed out covering a soccer game another day. And there are various other people that have passed out or um, developed autoimmune diseases. Okay. So why am I, why did I bring this up before I open up phone lines? Why did I bring this up? I brought this up because at some point your government is going to admit they made a mistake. And it's going to be very quiet. The right is going to complain and make a big fuss about it, but the mainstream media is going to be very quiet. At some point, Krasenstein, his tweet is going to age like milk. It's going to age like milk. Just is. So prayers up for the Bronny family. We're going to go to the uh, commercial break, and I'll be right back, and we'll take phone calls. 202-596-5631. I'll see you on the other side. Yeah, I can try to get that handled for you. Again, it's only my second day, so if you can give me a second. How am I supposed to do this? How the hell are we supposed to do this by 5 o'clock? I have no clue. Is that possible? Hey, do you have the password to... How'd you finish all your work already? He's not tapped in. Mm-mm. How'd you get that done so quick? They think they're going to be able to budget that. It's money. That's money right there. You understand? You guys finished your work six hours early? He's not tapped in. Yeah, my apologies. I uh, took a little while to get to the phones. Um, Okay, I see you, Jonah. Uh, Jonah uh, is in line to get on on the phone calls. Um, So we're going to wait for Jonah to get in here. Um, In the meantime, I want to show you all something. Now, this is something that the government is very, very weird about. Very weird about this. I'll put it on the screen now. Masterfocus.com. Try Masterfocus.com. Remember, if you watch the Griff Report, you get the exclusive discount. All right? You're going to go in and you're going to hit buy now. You got to hit the link in the description box below. Remember I told you 
it's going to apply the discount automatically. You're going to hit add to cart. Once you go to your cart, you're going to see it there. You're going to see the bottle in your, in your, in your cart. You're going to hit check out. Once you hit check out, you're going to see the discount applied right there. And it'll say Griff Report. Call from. Hola. Jonah, what up, man? Nada. How are you? I'm good, man. How you feeling, bro? Pretty good. You know who knew the power of the black church? Margaret Sanger. Oh, man. Yes, she did. How, how, yeah, she did, you know? You know, that's the Democrat uh, goddess, you know? Yep. Yep, yep. If anybody okay. knew, it was definitely Margaret Sanger. Yeah, that's how she got that uh, the end project through, right, you know? The Negro Project? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't know, uh, you know, I don't know, know how you, people will react, you know, so I'll be kind. Anyways, let's go ahead. You know what uh, the preview to communism was? It was first Marx, Karl Marx. Prior to him was Clinton Roosevelt. I actually sent you the PDF. Clinton Roosevelt. Uh, so actually, Roosevelt family member was a communist who wrote it prior to Marx. Before that, because him and Marx actually both plagiarized the same person, Adam Weishaupt. Yes, that's right. Thank you. It was Adam Weishaupt. Yeah, yeah. And um, I got to you, that's actually, it's, Adam Weishaupt was actually just hired by the Rothschilds, and he was a Jesuit, you know, so. Now, we could go with the, you know, you could say that they made a mistake on the uh, whole thing that uh, you're just talking about, but again, too, if you know the Jesuit oath, they're waging relentless war against all heretics. So that's another thing. But anyway, mm. now going back to the Michelle comments, come on. What's the name of her book? Who? Michelle Obama. What's the name of her book? Becoming Michelle Obama. <laughs> Becoming Michelle Obama is a book. Oh, man, you people must be stopped, man. You must be stopped. No, no, no. Hey, man, we, we got to know our enemies. Otherwise, we're just going to be praised or uh, fall victims to their prey, you know? Like yeah. uh, that, that Antifa guy, you know, he's sitting there calling you. He's sitting there calling you Toby, right? And you're like, no, I'm I'm Kuta. That's how that conversation going. And that's exactly how these people play it. Mm. Mm. You right? Uh, I'm not being offensive to you. You know what I mean? I'm not. You you know, offense (laughs) requires consent, and I don't give anybody my consent to it. No, no, no. I get it, too. But I don't want to say, like, you know. But that's that's where they're coming at it, right? Yeah. They're like, hey, Toby, you got to think this way. Hey, Toby, think this way, right? That's what they're saying. That's what they're saying. You're right. (laughs) And I just don't think (laughs) like that. Anyway, so like I said, Marcus Sanger knew the power power of the black church, you know? So, um... You know, uh, there's a reason that they gave us Twitter. There's a reason that they gave us uh, television. There's a reason they gave us uh, the radio, you know. Mm. We went from, I want to hold your hand to wet-ass pussy in six generations. (laughs) That's not an accident. It's not an accident, Jonah. So, like, uh, I call in, I have way too much information because I don't have have family I read all the time. You know, I don't waste my time on any other stuff. You're a genius. Because, you know. When you read, you actually have to interpret it. I mean, what you do, take in on your own opinion, right? You know what I mean? You have to process it yourself. Facts. Facts. Big facts. Anyway, hotep and build. I'll let some others get in because, uh, you know, I'm also working. But uh, had a couple of uh, bombs of sales to drop there. 
like I said, I put the um, uh, in your uh, DMs. I put in the uh, Quentin Roosevelt book too, and it's a horrible read. Horrible read. <laughs> Marx was way better than him. All right, I'm gonna check it out. <laughs> okay. All right, Devin Bill. Shout out to John. You know the callers is always Koofy on tight. Is that Goldstein? Goldstein on the check-in. What's happening, bro? What up? Ah, uh, you know, same old shit, bro. What you got for me today? I know the Koofy on tight. <laughs> that CRT shit. Yeah. They, there, there, there was a line in there where they dropped the. They dropped the the bar conceptual framework. It's a conceptual framework. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Well, someone needs to conceptually tear the framework out of these motherfuckers' asses because these niggas is out of control. That's what they need. They ain't got shit else to worry about except some made-up drivel mm. about how the should work based on some bogus ass version of history that they were sold in the Ivy League. In the Ivy League's yeah. facts. That's it. Them educated blacks. Educated blacks. That's the worst kind they of black. It ass whoop. That's what they needed. Educate <laughs> not fig not literally, uh Rumble or YouTube. Not literally. Figuratively they need their asses whooped. They yes. need to be dealt a blow significant enough to get them off of this dumbass bullshit and on to actual reality. Yeah. You re- you remember when, when COVID first dropped? I'm just, this is what I mean right here. Mm-hmm. When COVID first dropped and, and, and there was a run on the supermarkets and all the toilet paper went missing. Yeah. Yeah, there was no gays. There was no niggas. There was no white folks. There was just people who needed to shit and everybody else needed to get out the way. Right. Remember that? Yeah. And that was a very small emergency. Mm-hmm. Right. Now, see, what we need as a society is to be able to deliver these doses to the masses when they get out of pocket and yep. they get to thinking about nonsensical shit. Because if we don't regulate the scale, then the scale gets regulated for us by the universe. And it's never good when the universe does it. What you mean by scale? The scales of reality. Like when you start twisting at the fabric of reality, Mm -hmm. it has a way of fucking snapping back in your face once you twist it too far. Yeah. So you're tipping the scales is what you're saying. Right. Okay. We tip the scales and and we need, as a a society, we need to be able to, to regulate that shit. Or like I said, it gets regulated for us in the form of natural disasters, diseases, pandemics, things of this nature. Right. Like a controlled burn. Mm-hmm. So we need to figure out, and wrap our head around ideas that can be a controlled burn for dumbass philosophies like CRT. Because yes. it's twisting the fabric of reality, along with that gender shit, along with the rest of this dumbass shit. You know? Indeed. Now, here's the fucking tinfoil koofy take of the day. Uh oh. <laughs> Obama. Mm-hmm. Got dead niggas showing up on his property. And everybody just assumes because of the landscape, oh wow, he's out there killing shit. 
It must be Michelle Obama related. And, you know, I don't rule any of that shit out. It could very well be that, you know, whatever. But this is what I do know. Five days ago, five or six days ago now, on uh, Valuetainment, you hit to Valuetainment? Um, that's uh, PBD, right? Yeah, the, the little Arab nigga, whatever he is. Yeah. Yeah. Valuetainment had Anthony Weiner on the show. And, and and there's a clip of this show that's going viral where Anthony Weiner's losing his shit because they brought up the Clinton body count, right? And then the host, he says, well, how come, how come this type of fucking shit doesn't circle around Obama and this type of shit doesn't circle around Bush? Like, how come they don't have a body count? How come it's just the Clintons, right? Well, now Obama has a body count. Weird how that happens, huh? Mm, five days later. Five goddamn days later. Now, one of two things could be the case. Obama was watching that shit, and all the Chicago thug came up out of his ass, and he was like, well, goddamn it, hold my motherfucking beer. <laughs> or, or the powers that be, the same ones that seem to want to deflect attention from certain shit, caught an idea and was like, well, let's give this nigga something. Let's get these niggas something to talk about as it pertains to Obama, you know, because way too much attention is being put back on the Clintons because of this now valuetainment show that rose the question to people who may not have been thinking about it. Yep. I can see that. Yeah. I think, I think the second one is the most viable. That's the one I'm rolling with too. Listen, Obama, he's 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 up in the, in the mix. Don't get me wrong, he's out there on some evil shit, right? But the Clintons are next level with it. They're next level, all the way from the Mina Air Force uh, landing strips, all the way up to today. These niggas is next level on some crime syndicate shit. Now, whoever they're working for or working with, who knows? But it cannot, it cannot go without being noticed that these niggas is on some next level shit. So once the question is re-raised in a public forum, and it's a fairly popular one, fairly fast growing one, a lot of people fuck with them. Well, now you got people who were asking the questions years ago, re-asking questions. You know, starting to turn over stones again, and five goddamn days later, oh well, let's look into this now. That shit is not by accident. That shit is not by accident at all. So there's that. You know, fuck all this Obama. Uh, it, 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 the the Michelle was a man thing was instant. It was damn. Look, it was damn near pushed out there by the Democrats and people who shill for them because they were the ones who started saying, oh, here we go with the rumors that Michelle is a man and this was to cover that up. They were the first ones on that shit. They mm. were the first ones on that shit. Mm. And then, of course, you conservatives, they get a boogeyman and they like to chase it and beat it once they catch it and all kinds of other dumbass shit. Yeah. You know? Yep. 
So that's where everybody's headed. Oh, Obama's covering something up. Obama's covering something up. Well, maybe not. Maybe, goddammit, not. So people just got to look at all angles sometimes. But I do believe that that's the most viable explanation to this shit. Because nigga was a hella swimmer. Maybe he did just die accidentally swimming out there. Who knows? But it's more likely, like I said, that five days ago this was raised. And now here we are talking about Obama. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I always thought, I always thought, you know, when you start arguing about all the little dumb shit, like you know, is Michelle Obama a man and all that? I just thought it was a little too small brain for me to play with. Yeah, who gives a shit? If that nigga want to suck dick, let him suck dick. Fuck. <laughs> huh? That's that's one thing that kills me. That kind of ties into your show yesterday. Listen. The reason why gays and all this fucking weird shit is out of control on the level that it is is because we gave it the importance that it that it has now. We did that. Yeah. Where where you're either looking at it so goddamn vile and so goddamn uh uh uh, uh world ending that you gave it too much importance or you're looking at it on the opposite end that this is my identity and this is who I should be and this should be accepted. We gave it too much goddamn importance when at the end of the fucking day, all this shit is is a goddamn sexual deviancy. There's ranges from that. There's the people who sleep in beds that are separate like they used to back in the day, and then they only have sex like once a week, and it's mainly to just make children, and it's always missionary. You know, that. And then you got, you know, some way out Internet shit. That's, that's the whole range of sexual proclivities of, of the human species. Now, when you start getting way out there, then you start wanting to make excuses for why you should not just be tolerated, but accepted because all at the end of the day, it's just you are a freaky motherfucker. So there really is no gender except for the range of freak that you are. That's the gender spectrum, right? Oh, this is a real hotel all, brother. That's all that shit ever was. We gave it too much importance. Motherfuckers wanted to start making cultures out of it. Like, it's either a culture that you would uh, adopt and you become that, or it's a culture that you want to fight against. But either way you're looking at it, you're making it a culture. You're making it a thing. It's not a goddamn thing. It's just motherfuckers are fucking horny freaks, motherfuckers some goddamn time, and they just want to be able to do what they do. You know, we give them a platform to launch all this bullshit off of, and we give it too much goddamn energy. So, yeah, it's fucking crazy at the point it is now. And, yeah, it needs to be rooted out when it's breaking to the extreme that it is now. But you still got to do it the right way. Sometimes you just get this shit way too much energy, man. It's like, who gives a shit if that bitch is a man or not? Okay? Mm -hmm. Who cares? Mm -hmm. He wasn't running nothing. He wasn't uh, attached to shit. He still ain't. Right? And if Obama is just a nasty motherfucker in the sheets, fuck him. Let him do that. Because it wasn't his fucking sexual proclivities that fucked everything up under his administration. It was his fucked up philosophy, his fucked up way of viewing life and how people should be governed. That's what fucked it up, not his preferences. You know, to me, it's no different than what the fuck you like eating as far as desserts go, like. 
Why am I going to start banging on you because you like cheesecake and I detest that shit, right? Mm -hmm. I give you way too much importance. Mm -hmm. And you feel like you need to be important all of a sudden. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's just not, it's just not important enough. I think that's what you really hit on. It's just not important enough to discuss, you know? Um, Hell no. Everything else going. Yeah. All this other shit going on. It's like, the least of my concerns, you know what I'm saying? Nigga dropped a whole documentary called Barry. You know what I mean, he, he, he let you know, like, that's just not even my real name. Like, <laughs> you know, yeah. uh, he, he tell yeah. you straight up, you know, he running under a whole different alias and shit. So, um, I could, like, if you're trying to hide that type of shit, I could see where it would point to a duplicitousness in you. And maybe you're not the best person to put in that position because you, you have this, level of duplicitousness in you but I there mean, was many other things to point at to fucking I, point I, at that, that. I'm, a, I'm gonna tell you and, like I'm, I'm gonna tell you like Ali Shakur told everybody man Barack Obama was like I would say he the second best president of America ever ever in the modern era in the modern era okay now what are the qualifications to meet that in my mind for him to be best president ever. Whoever can keep the public calm and spending money, meanwhile, you bombing whole countries. Like, who can do that better than Obama? Obama had everybody chunk. Like, I know we bombing, you know, Libya, but that shit cool, right? Money was flowing. I was getting money over on uh money under Obama. Um, them first four years was crazy. I st- yo. <sighs> Jobs was wide open, the economy was flowing, you know. So, you know me, I'm a one, I'm a one issue non-voter. So, as long as as long as the president is getting out of my way and let me get money, he a good president. And um, I don't expect much from the president either. He's just a mouthpiece for the establishment. He got a press secretary, and he's the press secretary for the Illuminati. You know what I'm saying? The press Pretty secretary much. got a press secretary. So when I'm looking at yep. who's in that position, I'm not expecting much from them, but how well you could be playing the game of PR. Yeah, we, we see the presidency as uh, similar. We see it very similar. Uh, I don't see it based around the same issue as you do, but I see it the same way, is that did you carry out what you were put in position for? And Obama's up there. I'd He's have to, to say George W. is up there too because if we're talking about, but he being a but mother- he pissed everybody off though. You got to be I able to do it with people liking you. But I think that's what the Republican role is. All Republican to be that the dude that everybody hate. That's true. That's true. That's true. They got to be the bad guys. They got to be the bad guys. Good. You need a good cop, bad cop. And this nigga bombed his own country, so that's some next level shit, right there. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all niggas talking crazy on my channel today. <laughs> my bad, bro. I forgot. I forgot. <laughs> that, not, that is it all. That's that's just that that's the liquor talking. Rumble. <laughs> uh, you do. Rudy, I see you. We gonna get you in here. Um, yeah, I wanted was- to ask you one more question. Um, uh, in regards to the atomic bomb, 
What's your take on the atomic bomb? Did we bomb Japan? First question. Second question. Well, no, I guess the first question would be, is there a such thing as an atomic bomb? It was, it's four questions. No. It's, all right. Here's, here's the first thing. Okay. Yeah. What's more 10-4 Kofi? Believing that there was an atomic bomb or that, that, that there isn't? More tinfoil poopy, I would have to say, believing that there isn't because it goes against conventional wisdom, which is what the koofy is all about. The tinfoil koofy is all about going against the conventional wisdom. Say what you said one more time. Koofy is what? It's about going against the conventional wisdom. Yes. Yes. About fucking really going down there into the weeds finding out what could be the case. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, second question. Was there an atomic bomb? And third question, did we drop a bomb on, on Japan? I don't know about dropping a bomb on Japan, but there is an atomic bomb. And I'm going to, this is why I believe there is. Okay. Something of extraordinary power and significance as far as brute strength, because again, force is the only real law of nature. Something significant has managed to keep global powers in check for some time now. It's not so, the atomic bomb. You don't think it's the atomic bomb? No, it's the bank. Well, the bank does its thing, but eventually you get rogue agents who are like, you know what, fuck this. And 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 the bank really ain't got no say in that. The bank what? Saying the bank got no say in what? In whether or not these rogue agents act or not. Whether the rogue agents so, what? I can't hear that. I said it, whether or not the rogue agents will act in their own interest, because everybody's fairly fairly, you know, status quo when it comes to keeping the peace and on the same page and shit, but. You get these motherfuckers that come out of the woodwork that they can't do nothing with. And eventually they evolve. Eventually they grow to a point to where there's significant threat to those banks. And they can't really just be conventional. Well, not the, not, not the, not the commercial bank, the central bank. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. The central bank. Yeah. Like, look at, look at Syria. Look at, look at the countries that the central bank is not currently in. Yeah. Right. They can control them in conventional means, but what happens if a rogue agent gets into the United States or a rogue mindset, you know what I mean, or Russia or something like that? Then they have to fucking have some type of significant threat that they can pose where it's like, okay, we'll just we'll keep it in check because we don't want these raining down on our city, and I think that nuclear bomb is it. But then again, you never really know. You ever seen Thor? Yeah. You know how they was throwing them little grenades and it was opening like black holes and sucking niggas in? <laughs> yeah. They could have some shit like that by now. So so we don't even know. We don't <laughs> Oh man. All right, Ghostin. I gotta go, man. All right, bro. <laughs> All right, yo, Tim and Bill. The <laughs> Ghosting on the check-in. Rudy, get in here, man. Dumb, 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 dumb.
Let me knock this out. I'm trying to I'm trying to be on TikTok later with Uncle Hotep. I'm gonna train Uncle Hotep on TikTok. Tag him on, on, on Twitter. Tell him um tell him say uh uh Hotep Jesus training him on TikTok at six. Tell him ask ask him what time. What time are we working out today? Cause I'm gonna be live with Uncle Hotep on t- on TikTok. He said around six. You know, nigga time. These niggas never specific as whole at at all. I'm from the streets. I represent the streets. You don't represent the damn streets. You represent fucking corn stalks and PA, bro. The fuck you represent? What are we looking at here? So let's take a look and see how my tweet doing while we wait for Rudy to call in. Um. We just tweeted out. Call from Rudy. What up, Pace? What's up, homeboy? <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, man! First of all, man, good history lesson today, dude. Good Thank history. You. I love when you I love when you break down the past, man. Thanks, you got a unique way of doing that shit, especially when you were breaking down the Patriot Report. Uh. And you would talk in your old European <laughs> voice. That shit used to happen, man. I used to cry. I started laughing so hard. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, good history lesson, man. Don't fucking plead on Twitter, man. Because like, I'm exactly 100% with you. Like, I'm an, I'm an Italian-American, right? You know what I'm saying? I know what, what my people did when they came here in the 30s. I know what my family was doing. And then I could trace my roots back to Rome. Mm. So, you know, I always, like, my uh, my stepmom always said, you guys are descendants of Rome. You know, she's, you know, she's from Panama. She'd always say that to me and my brothers and my dad. You guys are descendants of Rome. You're descendants of Rome. You're ancient descendants of Rome. So, that, I mean... To go back, you know, for to, to commit, you know what I'm saying, to ancient commit and ancient Africa. Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you want to teach that? Why wouldn't you want to teach that? Hey, look, man, you guys used to rule the fucking world, man. I don't understand that, man. I don't understand that, man. A little Brian Brown shouldn't took the jab, man. I'm gonna leave it at that, man. A little Brownie shouldn't took the jab, man. Because I mean, I'm just leave it at that, man. I don't wish no harm on nobody, but shouldn't have took the jab. Third off, touch on what Goldstein said. Obama's had the body count mystery already, man. Just like Hillary has the body count mystery. And if you think, and like when, when, when Patrick David, when Patrick Ben David was a leader, you got all the fucking shady shit with like um, the, all the people so close to Clinton who died of suicides, mysterious deaths, and all that. You know, them people just lost people in Libya, man, murdered them on the thousands, man. Bush murdered them on the millions. Obama dropped more bombs than George W., man. More bombs and more drones than George W., and then his drone attacks were killing seven to ten, seven to ten people were innocent with women and children. Oh, this is a real, this a real, oh, this a real hotel, brother. So you think these psychopaths, if that, if that, if that, um, if that guy, if that chef of his, you don't think they they whack him without any hesitation, man? They've killed millions of people across the planet, dude. They have no problem whacking out, whacking out a cook that's gone rogue, or like Clinton whacking out some bodyguards that were gonna tell on her, or like I mean, I just don't understand why people are like this is all conspiracy. Not probably 
you know, they're never going to let the whole facts come out. Like, you know, the one in Middleton, the one who was letting Epstein in, but they found him hanging with an extension cord with two gunshots to the chest. But he and ruled it a suicide. Come on. Oh, this a real. Oh, this a real. Oh, this a real hotel. Come on, man. These people. These people have. These people have murdered millions. Millions. So anybody who's like, oh man, it's just a conspiracy, man. Are you fucking stupid? These people murdered millions. They whack off a fucking un, in, in, uh, insubordinate underling in a heartbeat, man. In a heartbeat, man. That's all I really got today, man. They whack off on. They they kill them in a heartbeat, man. So anybody who those conspiracies, Anthony Weiner, that Patrick, Patrick Bat David, like I like the way he even bought it up, but like, he didn't even hit him with the right question, man. He didn't even hit him with the right question, man. What's on his laptop? What's on his laptop that the New York Police Department saw that laptop, took it to the FBI, and was like, you better open up that fucking investigation. And then they opened up that investigation right before, right before, because they had it. I mean, one, let's see what was on his laptop. That's what I was like to know. And then the, the way he freaked out and all that in China, just some of those people were in the military. You, you're, you're disrespecting it. Uh, I mean, I, any, I suggest anybody go watch that dude squirm in that interview, man, because he's a real piece of shit, man. He's oh. a real piece of shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, uh, that's mm-hmm. about it, H.J., man. That's about it. Gold, uh, Goldstein was, you know, uh, don't, get, don't get it wrong, man. They already had the, uh, the entertainment tonight when, the lady asked Joan Rivers, do you ever think they'll be a gay president? And she, and she was like, we already have one. And they were like, what do you mean? They're like, everybody knows Michelle's a man. It's okay. It's okay. And then this chick who had like 30 plastic surgeries goes in for routine plastic surgery 10 days later and winds up dead. Oh, this is a real, oh, this a real, oh, this a real hotel, brother. You, you don't think they could grease that anesthesiologist? Here, here, here's a million dollars. Keep your fucking mouth shut. Give her the wrong cocktail. And then Joan ends up dead. Bitch had 30 fucking plastic surgeries for another one. And all of a sudden she's dead. Two weeks after she says Michelle Obama's a man. I like Because like they, they're all puppets, man. And between George Bush, he was an idiot. And you seen what the country did. And now if anybody in America, any American said, any of my brothers and sisters in this land of the land of the enslaved by the Federal Reserve, can sit back and say the president has any real power or sense, you're fucking nuts when you watch this stuttering bag of fucking opium walk around the White House, man. It's nothing. The president is nothing, dude. It's, it's all show, man. We're all enslaved to the Federal Reserve. Stop paying your fucking taxes and let's get it. <laughs> oh, this a real. Oh, this a real. Case. Oh, this a real hotel, not, brother. Not to take some hotel Jesus or anybody else on this channel, man. But one love to everybody in the chat, man. One love to HJ, man. I'm about to hit the gym, man. Grind it out, man. That cannon, man. That cannon, man. I've been stuck on these thermosets, man. This fucker, man. But I'm, I'm gonna get my win back, man. I'm gonna get my win back. I love it. But I love I'm to out, hear man. it. Yeah, I mean, I love it. I mean, that's, you know, if there's one right way to do it, there wouldn't be a million magazines and a million personal trainers, man. So you got to try a little something different. But I've been feeling real, real energetic when I left out of there after doing these, man. Third, and I've been even pushing it up these last couple. I've been going 30-second sprint, 45-second sprint, minute sprint, minute 15 sprint. You know what I'm saying? Putting in all the way up to two-minute sprint. Mixing it in with supersets of weights, man. It's been pretty fucking terrific, man. Mm-hmm. That first day, man, I got my ass kicked, man. So, K 
Bill. Old Tepin Bill. It's Rudy. Mm. Let's see what they talking about on my tweet. Be yourself. Divide to concur the Marxist way. If everyone just followed Stoicism, we could write this ship in no time. Not a bad statement. I'm not sure how viable it is, but that's neither here nor there, right? It's a pretty good take. Um, yes, I'm also wondering how can you give an, give an example? Oh, uh, man, what's an example of, of emotionalism in CRT? I mean, isn't that like obvious? Isn't like the whole thing obvious? Like the whole thing about like, oh, slavery's bad. Like as soon as you say slavery's bad, you've you've you're, you've entered subjectivity. We want to be objective when we look at these shits. Okay, let's be objective. Okay, there's no fucking emotion. I don't give a fair. I don't give a fuck what's good or bad. Tell me what the fuck happened, and let's look at the fucking data. Anecdotal, uh, empirical. I don't care what kind of evidence you got. Let's look at it. Let's look at it. I don't give a fuck about fucking if slavery was bad or if it was good or why did it exist and why was it eliminated? In the United States, we know it was eliminated because the North was an ally of Russia and, and Russia had a race serfdom. And the United States needed Russia to back them in the war. They was about to go to war with Britain and France. If without Russia, the North would have lost that war. That's what they don't tell you about Abraham Lincoln and the I mean, not Abraham Lincoln, motherfucking um, George Washington and them motherfuckers. Motherfuckers had a lot of help. A lot of help. Actually, no, I'm right. My bad. No, that's right. That's right. Yeah, we talking about Lincoln. I'm sorry. That's why you shouldn't do drugs, kids. That's why you shouldn't smoke weed. Um, They will never be inferior in a book. How so? Says who a house ninja? Says who a house ninja? See there you go. That's why I don't got to. This is why I don't got to find examples. It's right there. Train dimensions. <laughs> they just proved my point. <laughs> Hotep, you're a genius. Hotepjesus.com. Hotep, 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 you're a genius. Hotepjesus.com. <laughs> it's right there. That's what I'm talking about. This is exactly what I'm talking about. This is exactly what I'm talking about. Emotionalism. Hood Bitcoin. Bitcoin for the hood. Mm. Good luck to him. Good luck to him. But this is what I mean. It's easier to control and manipulate emotional people. This is true. This is true. It's Marxism, period. Just like Patrice Cullors said about BLM, we are trained Marxists. 
It's just a different front that can corrupt black children. Mm. Mm. Then we got that discover more section. I don't know. Oh, it's a cruel world, man. It's a cruel world. You know, the, 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 the moment that you understand what creates sin, let's start there. What creates sin? Right? In order to understand what creates sins, you got to follow the, um, what's it called? Um, let's pull this up. Seven deadly sins. All right. What are you at? Gluttony. Prostitution, fornication, avarice or greed. Sadness. Rendered in the philokalia. Philokalia. I like that word. Philokalia. Philokalia. I like that. Eastern Orthodox Church, 4th and 15th century spiritual masters. Stealing with, you know, some philosophy. I'm going to open that tab. I'm going to read that later. Um, Philosophia uh, or philokalia. 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 Okay, interesting. So that's envy, wrath, dejection, boasting. Pride rendered as self-overestimation, self-overestimation, arrogance or grandiosity, right? Sloth, right? So this is how you get to sin. And the, and the, the most, um, the most, uh, susceptible one is, where is it? I'm looking for envy. Oh, Philokalia. Philokalia. Yes. That's what you got to be worried about. Philokalia. Envy. Philokalia as envy. This is the one right here. So it says uh, love of the beautiful. Love. Beauty. Collection of text written. 14th, 15th century spiritual masters. Mystical hesychast, hesychasm, hesychast, tradition in the uh, Eastern Orthodox Church, originally written for the guidance and instruction of monks, practice of contemplative life, Nicodemus, Hagiorite, Macarius of Corinth. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. All right, let's see here. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Teachings. All right, here we go. Teachings. Contemplated prayer for Lakalia. Teachings. Union with God. Quietness and stillness. Okay, so it's like a. It's like a spiritual state. It's like a spiritual state. It's in a state of love, but it seems to be expressed negatively in the form of envy because it says sadness rendered in the philokalia as envy 
So some sort of philosophy of love. In order to have a philosophy of love, you would need to talk about hate, its opposite. Um, the first part of English language. Okay, so the first part, the first partial on French translations in the 1950s were an indirect result of the Bolshevik Revolution, which brought many Russian intellectuals into Western Europe. See, there's so much information. There's so much information on this internet. But anyway, in order to understand what's wrong with the world, you would need to understand Falakalia and the seven deadly, deadly sins. Okay? That's how I would say that. Once you understand these, you understand what is inevitable and, and how to avoid the inevitable. But if it's inevitable, then you can't avoid the inevitable, right? Hotep, you're a genius. Hotepjesus.com. So once you understand the flaw of man, flaw of man, which is expressed as unbridled ego, not rooted in reality or good balance of other reality or created reality or imaginative reality or visualized reality. Right. It depends on where you land with your philokalia that'll tell you how you navigate the ego. That's why I love that word, philokalia. Sound like a black girl. Hotep, you're a genius. Hotepjesus.com. She sound like a black girl. Hotep. Philokalia. I might have a baby named Philokalia. <clears throat> Interesting word. Interesting, interesting word. Falakalia. I love the the rhythm and resonance of that word. Sounds like you could call on the dead speaking that language. Um But yeah, you know, envy and sadness is a sin. You know, we talk about depression and uh, mental health today it's the fourth sin it's the fourth sin these children you know talking about they want to switch body parts and all of this I think I'm a girl and all of that shit you know what I'm saying I'm sorry. My mind is like it goes, especially when I'm high. I, I like go deep in the thought. I go deep in the thought and forget like I'm here and I'm supposed to be speaking. Um, let's bring it back. Let's bring it back. Um, so philokalia, envy, sadness, mental health, all of this. Would be, would be explained as a sin, according to this doctrine. Sin. People are sinning. Now, does that mean that we don't have moments of these? It does. It does. We also must know the remedies, the ways to alleviate ourselves, 
have a good relationship. Some of us put too much pressure on ourselves and the shit that we looking at is like really petty shit. It's not really groundbreaking. It's not it's not going to make you die. You're not going to die from it. It's not going to make you sick. You know, it's just fucking life. And you let life just fucking happen sometimes because that's what, you know, that's the way things are meant to be. But when you sit in this sadness, you sinning. You got to overstand your situation, take responsibility and accountability for it and, and let it empower you and be better. You know, elevate. You know, you want to use the positive aspects of Falakalia. <clears throat> Yo. Hold up. I'm about to call you right now. Hold on, let me call you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, what's good, bro? What up, what up? What's good, what's good, what's good? Shit, what was, what was that you was going over there? Huh? I missed it for a second. You was going over the seven deadly sins? The seven deadly sins. You heard about these? I, was he, were you going over the seven deadly sins for the Christian? <laughs> it say <laughs> right here, Catholic philosophy. <laughs> Yeah, okay. I'm sorry. I thought you was going over like a separate set of them because I, I thought I was like, oh, what? This is a different, this is a different set of them. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I should have had it on the screen better. There it go right here. Nah. I just yeah, I know. I was, like, I was like, oh, what? I yeah, thought you had some ancient. It says right here uh, seven deadly sins, <laughs> also known as the capital vices or cardinal sins, is a grouping and classification right. of the vices within Christian teachings. Although they are not directly mentioned in the Bible, there are parallels with the seven things God said to dislike in the book of Proverbs. Behaviors and habits are classified under this category. If they directly rise to other immortalities, according to the standard list, they are pride, greed, wrath, envy, lust, gluttony, and sloth, which are contrary to the seven capital virtues, justice, temperance, fortitude, faith, hope, and charity. These sins are often thought to be abuses and excessive uh, versions of one's natural faculties or passions, which means we got to look at the seven capital vices to really understand this shit. So, um, chastity, chastity is one of them. Self-preservation of set of, of, of self-determination of se sexual activity, chastity, not fucking everybody. What's the thing that everybody want to do today? They want to fuck everybody, right? Um, that's true. Temperance. That's, that's moderation. Um, charity, diligence, being diligent, careful with your work, right? Patience, okay? Kindness, okay? Humility, these are all great. These are all great. Faith and hope are also included. Prudence, prudence Humility is a good one. Huh? Humility not in there? Who? Humility. Humility's in there, yep. But prudence is another one. Prudence is another one. The ability to govern and discipline oneself by the use of reason. I like that one. Prudence. That's and that's the first one here of the capital virtues is prudence. And that's what these people don't don't have. These people that are involving themselves in decadent lifestyles, what they what they don't know is that they have no prudence. They have no discipline. Therefore, you can't have chastity without prudence. Is this a logical thing to do? Yeah, true. That's true. Fortitude, you know, you know, fortitude. You, know, you see now, now here's right here. 
is the virtues, the seven heavenly virtues. It says here, fortitude. What does fortitude mean? It says courage is the choice and willingness to confront agony, pain, danger, uncertainty, or intimidation. Valor Everybody is courage or bravery, especially in battle. But everybody today is like, oh, no, how dare you tell me to have fortitude? How dare you tell me to have chastity? How dare you have me um, believe in prudence? I'm a victim. Well, you know, you know what they call that? I think what was the first time I heard it was uh, from a Jordan Peterson. It's called it was Ethiopian Mother or something like that. Mm -hmm. Or, uh, you know, that, that feminine instinct, essentially, to try to shield your, your children away from harm. Mm -hmm. It's gone way overboard. Mm. Right? That natural virtue of nurturing. Would you, I don't know which, one, which one would that fall under. Maternalism. What you're talking about is maternalism. Yeah. That natural instinct to do that, that that's when it's corrupted. And it's turned into like, you know, basically like yeah, those those overbearing mothers. Yeah. Don't want to let you even go outside, so you, you don't even want, want to give them the possibility of giving a chance to get hurt. That, that, that's kind of with the idea that um, universal health care is right because mm -hmm. we want everybody to have health care, right? Obviously, we want everybody to have access to health care, mm -hmm. but they think the reason you don't want universal health care is because you don't want nobody to have access to health care. No, correct, you can only be the stupidest person in the world to believe that, and a lot of them aren't really that stupid, they're just so emotional. It's kind of like what you were saying that emotionalism. It's all about how you feel about it, not what the practical reality of it is. And the reality of it is, like, even if you got that health care, it's not going to stop you from experiencing pain. It's not going to stop. It's not going to keep you alive, right? You, if they don't have the medicine to keep you alive, it doesn't matter how much health insurance you have. It doesn't, if it ain't no cure for cancer, you're still going to die of cancer. You might be real fucking comfortable when you do, and you might not be because it's government health care. You know what I'm saying? Facts. <laughs> you know, you, oh, you might be laying there. Dying in pain off the chemo because they, they ain't even got a good treatment for your ass. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. And 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 you just sitting up there worried about healthcare instead of good healthcare, right? Instead of instead of treatment, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. good doctors, right? Mm -hmm. the actual medical care. They worried about oh, we, we pay for it for us. It's like well, look, anybody could pay for it, but do you need it? Mm. You know, some of these people think they need to go to the doctor, and some of y'all just need to pick your ass up and go outside and exercise. <laughs> you, got, got all these, you got all these motherfuckers on SSRIs and all this other shit. It's like, I guarantee you, you go outside, do the, what's his name? Um, the, 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 Goggins, David Goggins? Yeah. You get your, get, you, you know what we always say to my one friend, we try and get him to keep working out. We always tell him to stay hard. You know, Derek, how you think? Pause. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Pause. But uh, yeah, you get your ass up, go outside, go for a run. Keep running. <laughs> I guarantee you, when you get home and sit your ass back down, you'll be so goddamn tired, you'll feel good in a month. That's not. really how I be. I mean, I've been doing my run more lately. You know, I get I get back home like shit. I'm out of shape as hell. I feel that. I feel that, that. It makes you feel better. They say you mess up your mental. You ain't got your physical on point. You know, a strong dad was talking about. Mm -hmm. That's exactly that's, that's what strong dad was talking. About. You know, and more people need to do what he was doing. You know, you ain't got to be going to a bodybuilding competition. I um, I was listening to you, and you reminded me to get an uh, to get that pull up bar. Oh, you got it. And I've been, I, yeah, I've been hitting that pull up bar the last couple of weeks. Shit. 
tore me up the first time I don't used it. Though. <laughs> you said what? Tore me up first time I used it. Oh, I was I gonna tell you. Like, I did yeah. like five reps. Yeah. Tore me up. I was like, oh, my shoulders is red. <laughs> 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 yes, sir. That pull-up bar different. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I was meaning to get one. You reminded me. I'm like, yeah, I gotta, I gotta grab one. That's a much better workout. It's a way better workout. Okay. I don't know about uncle. Yo, dip some pull-ups, yo. Dip some pull-ups. Dip pull-ups and squats. You said what? I don't know about uncle them kettlebells. I'm going to fix them up. We're going to go live on TikTok today. I'm going to fix them up. I'm going to put them on a thug workout. Yeah, this is. I'm going to get that nigga a fucking straight-up thug workout. We're going to turn uncle into a thug. You know, a good baseline, what I use as my dad was in the National Guard, so I asked him what, what his uh what his workout regimen was and he was doing basic training and whatnot. He told me they was doing like what like a hundred push ups, hundred sit ups, one mile run, hundred jumping jacks. And they all had to they had to do that all uh, right after they woke up in the morning. Mm-hmm. I was like, you know what, that's a good baseline. Most people really need to do that. <clears throat> And most people did that. That's what I started out with when I started out too. I just I was like, let me just start doing these push-ups again and shit and get back and get back to it. Yeah, most people just need to start out doing them normal exercise. I remember I used to do jumping jacks in school. You know, I used to have you in gym class doing, you know, jumping jacks and all that other shit. So physical education. <laughs> a lot of people never took that into account, what that actually was, at least in my generation. What? A lot of them, a lot of them never took into account what they actually learned in physical education. I actually had, I, I thought this was funny. I saw somebody saying one time that they, uh, they were in school for being a doctor and they had classes for physical education. Mm-hmm. And somebody else was asking them why they were taking physical education if they were studying to be a doctor. And I was like, "Are you that retarded?" <laughs> <laughs> Because <laughs> they think they think it's just, Are you really that retarded? They think it's just playing basketball, um, basketball or volleyball in the gym. Yeah, they yeah. don't. It's a science. It's you know, understand that, that that's all about. Yeah, it's all about keeping your body healthy. Yeah, you know, and, and they teach you that young. They teach you the ways to do it. You know, you don't have to necessarily go to a gym. They teach you in regular phys ed when you like five, six years old in public school. Right. This is probably one thing you can still give them credit for, right? They teach you how to, you know, go for a run, run for a mile. They teach you how much, how many laps you need to do inside of a certain distance to actually make it a mile, right? Yeah. They they teach you how to do your push-ups and pull-ups and stuff, right? I mean, they used to have pull-up bars in there and everything. That's why I knew it was a good workout. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, they, they they teach you how to do a bunch of stuff you can use to exercise. Even jump a rope is a good thing. Go get you a jump rope. You might feel like a fairy. <laughs> if you don't like running down the street, we can get some exercise that way. I tell you that. Mm. Mm. Uh, you know, it's a million ways everybody can get their exercise out here, and people just don't be looking for it. You know, they'd be too comfortable sitting in front of the computer screen. Yeah, you got to get it in, man. You got to get it in. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I tell niggas, man. I'm telling you, man. Dips, pull ups, and squats. Dips, pull ups, and doing squats. Squats more too. Hmm. I've been doing them squats more too. Yeah, I'm gonna have Unk doing. They're kind of rough though. I don't never feel them until after I'm done with the squats. You said the squats? <laughs> On the squats, you ain't gonna feel. Yeah, to the, you're not gonna feel that to the next day. Yeah, I don't even feel them until I'm done. I'm like, oh hell, what? Oh shit. 
<laughs> yeah. The next day you're gonna be like, Damn. <laughs> that was an easy workout. <laughs> And then you got to do another set of squats on top of that with lighter weight or no weight. You know, it's like always good to exercise the muscles that sore the day after. Keep the blood flowing through them. Keep, keep, keep sending nutrients yeah. to those muscles. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I try to. I try not to overdo it, though, because I know you, you, you just want to take a little bit of a, uh, yeah. take a little lighter, too. You got to ease into be, it. You got to ease into it. Yeah, I'll be catching myself doing it every day. Sometimes I'm like, I need to take a break. I've been doing it every day this week. No wonder I'm sore. <laughs> mm-hmm. A lot of that shit comes down to energy, though. That's why it, it, it makes sense to pay attention to your energy fuels. You know, what it is that you eat. Yeah. Yeah, if you pay attention to your energy fuels, you'll notice that some foods give you more energy to power you through your workout. That's why some people need pre-workout. <laughs> That's why I've been using it more. I've been, I've been, uh, I've been using uh, collagen because I was already using this collagen supplement that Tim Pool got me hit. Okay. You know, every time somebody advertises a product, I look at it, bro. I still got to grab you some acid for me. Need that. <laughs> Need that. That's just going to have you feel like gravy. You I had to look at the ingredients first. I wanted to make sure I wasn't it's just right copying some hard It's right there on the website. Uh, yeah. I, yeah, yeah. I, I, went, I finally went down it the other week. I'm like, oh, no, I need this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm definitely going to be copying some of that mass program. But I've been using this uh, collagen for my free workout and shit. I'm not used to making a free workout. Mm-hmm. I really like shakes and all that. Yeah. But I, I throw a little bit of it in there and make me a little, like, make me a little shake. And that's actually been giving me mad energy. Mm-hmm. I don't like that. Mm-hmm. So like that bio trust mm-hmm. and it's flavored too so i can i can make a little milkshake with it a little, little semi milkshake how make you feel freak it up it's like if i'm if i'm at like 50 percent, especially if i didn't just woke up in the morning it's like almost as soon as i drink it i don't even have to it don't even have to digest for it's almost as soon as i drink it like my energy come back my head is clear so i was like I drink these other things called body armors. It's almost the exact same feeling I get when I drink on body armor. If I drink them, you know, to drink a whole bottle at once, you know, it's supposed to give you, you know, extra hydration. It's got a bunch of vitamins. In it. I say sugar. <laughs> yeah, most of it's sugar. Yeah, most of it's sugar. It's sugar. Yeah. Yeah. But I take my vitamins with it too, so you know, I, mean, I, I kind of do it all at the same time. I take the vitamins, brain something, and all that when I when I drink my shake. So that yeah. might be another part of it. Too. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, I've been playing around, you know. Um, I got my detoxifier. I take my moringa, and then I take Master Focus. I got some. Uh-huh. I got some yeah, raw, I raw moringa in the house, huh? Yeah, I usually use green tea. Like I like to use the matcha. For that. I use that too. Give me a little bit of that caffeine. I need too. Yeah. I don't normally like like a lot of caffeine, but you know that uh, that caffeine and that L theanine, I think it's called. Yeah, yeah. Um, caffeine, sure. caffeine is a is a is a nootropic too. That's what Master Focus is. It's a nootropic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love those. I've been using them more lately. That's why I said I got to grab me the Master Focus. I was really feeling that Alpha Brain though. Like, I've been using that more uh, most recently. Okay, I got I like into that. that one. It's fire! It's okay. fire! That's why I want to grab me some of that Master Focus because they don't have everything I want yeah. in it to be in it though. Yeah, that's why I was looking at them ingredients. Um, there's a couple other ones I was looking at. I kind of been trying them out, you know, seeing which ones work yeah. better for me. Yeah. And it's a couple of them. I'm like, oh, these these ones really work. But when I can't, the Alpha Brain just is is smoother. Okay. I, I can I can tell I can notice the effects of it, and it it kind of I can I don't have to take them all at once. Like I can I can take one, not the two, because it's like two doses a day you're supposed to take. Okay. 
but I can take one and actually get most of the benefits out of it. And okay. I don't always have to take a second one, but when I do, I can I can take it you know, like later in the day. It still be good when I wake up. It actually help me wake up earlier too, like be less less groggy and that Okay. Okay. Yeah. No, it's mostly dope. that alpha. GPC, so it, how does it work? Is it is it you just you know it works immediately? Like thirty minutes later. Yeah, I'm here. Yeah, okay. I'm here. Yeah. It might just be me though, because I uh, I've been noticing it more like the healthier I've been getting, you know, over the years. Yeah. I've been noticing that when I eat and intake certain stuff, yeah, I feel the effects a lot faster than I used to. Okay. But it might be just my digestion being better. Mm. I was uh, taking some probiotics and I've been taking my multivitamins a lot more. Got some uh, ones that digest better. Mm -hmm. So that's probably been helping out. Mm. Mm -hmm. Been trying to be healthier, you know. Try. It's a little harder though because <laughs> I'm trying to save up my money, you know. <laughs> I'm trying, like, I let it eat, man. <laughs> and these nootropics be expensive, man. You said what? They they, they expensive? Yeah, I mean they kind of smell. You know, if you're talking about like they, your regular they buddy, not, they though. They not and though. And you throw it in there. They not. They not expensive. You know, because first of all, everything's. If relic. they got a supply like yours, and they not. But no, no, some no, of them no, be like, no, no, no. None of them are. None of them are expensive. You got to think about it from a different point of view. That's the issue. Oh yeah, you're right. You're because right. It's worth investing in. It's it's it's, it's, it's um well that's one thing, but some people spend two thousand dollars a week, my nigga, on fucking supplements. They go and get these injections. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, I don't even be thinking about they that. They get you're IV right, drips. Right. You know what I'm saying? They doing. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? So like, you looking yeah, at it right. like I'm spending forty bucks a month, fifty bucks a month on on this, and they're like. I need more of this shit. You got anything more expensive? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, 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 like it's called biohacking, right? And, and it's a bunch of studies on this about like the difference between successful people and unsuccessful people. You'll find that many of successful people biohack. They take drugs. Some people use like cocaine to do it, but they, either oh, yeah. way, you could do it healthier and healthy, but they find that these people are biohacking. And people who don't biohack um, tend to be not as successful. They tend to, the, 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 the fuel they take in tends to put them in a sedative mode and they want to sit down and do nothing. Whereas some people, they take certain things that make them want to get up and do stuff, you know? So it's just like, when I think about my supplement budget, like I'm subscribed to a bunch of shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm subscribed to a bunch of shit. Just be coming to my house and I just take this shit. So, you know, it's like that's, that's kind of how I'm getting too. Because I, so I be having allergy medicine too, though. So that's the other thing. Like, I got I got a couple other things I be having to buy. Yeah. So when we come to the new tropics, I'm like, man, I'm like it it help, but like I could just be getting me some good allergy medicine. I didn't I didn't spend some more money on my allergy medicine too with the same kind of thinking you was talking about, right? Yeah. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna just start investing in it because I can't afford to go without it. If I got something good, I'm gonna just keep buying it, just like I'm buying these new tropics, just put it in the budget. Yeah, if you buy, if you buy, part of my food budget now. like like I bought, I buy um like sometimes I buy a Starbucks, right? It's a biohack, you know what I mean? I know I need that that Joda espresso, you know what I mean? Shit, turn me. Yeah, up. I, I try to stay away from uh, coffee though. I try to stay away from the yeah. coffee caffeine. Though. Yeah, I try to get it for tea. I, I got some good. If you need some good tea. I got you. One of them expensive as hell. It's really this one real expensive now. I'm try, really, I'm I try to focus price. on. Really, I try. I try to focus on. Uh, getting my hydration from fruit. That's what Rook say. Rook say get your hydration from fruit. So I, that's really what I focus on. And I find that 
when I eat fruit, I have more energy than anything else. I got to do that more. I can't. It ain't too many of them I like, though. That's my issue. Me like, I'm, I'm like, I'm cool. I like berries and, and grapes and stuff like that. But, like, yeah. it ain't. It ain't too many others. Like, I'm not a huge fan of bananas. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not a huge fan of watermelon either. These always look at me like I'm crazy when I oh, say you're that. crazy. See, now I got to hang really up got on no you. flavor to Now I got to hang up on you. This is terrible. I just, you know, I see, I didn't, I don't think I did. I think I like it with, that was, that was this might sound weird. Somebody, that, I think I had it with salt on it before. That shit, that shit is anti And I like bro. that. That shit is racist, what you but, just uh, said. <laughs> <laughs> but I will say, look, look, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say that I don't not like watermelon. I just don't like it that much. Like it ain't crazy good to me. Like, yeah. but watermelon flavored shit is my jam. Mm-hmm. Like anything with watermelon flavor, see, that's the difference between the artificial flavor and the fruit itself. Like, I love me some watermelon flavored shit. You know, I'm, I even like me. I even love me some grape flavor shit if it's the right kind of grape flavor, not that cough syrup tasting grape flavor. But I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't go to the fruit. Man. You said I do what? Go to grapes and meat. I don't, I don't go to the fruit normally, like watermelon fruit. Yeah. I prefer watermelon flavored stuff. What about coconut fruit. water? You like coconut water? Yeah, yeah. Actually, the weird thing with coconut for me is like I actually love coconut the way it tastes and everything. It's just the texture for it. Like it's like onions to me. Mm. Whenever they have like yeah, a shredded coconut and stuff like that, mm. I can't eat it. It like it make it give me like this weird dry heat. Mm. It's like you don't, you don't. You Marcus Lowe said watermelon body. is packaged alkalized water. This is true. This is true. Wilmar yeah, said yeah. pears are goaded. So they like pears in the pears shed. are good. Pears are good. I like to see pears and apples. They they good. I just those are the ones you got to worry about the pesticides when you know, I make sure you wash them off. So how hey, your lips swelling and shit after you eat them. Mhm. Mhm. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's no other fruits that come out or come to mind, and I can really say I like those. I was for a minute, but you know what? You know what? You can really, what you can really get that hydration from is making smoothies. I had got a, uh, I had had a magic magic bullet not too long ago, and I was using that, and I started making smoothies because I went to this one joint, and I saw how they was making it because you know you can see through. To the back, they kind of show you uh, with them all they blenders and shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I could see them mixing the yogurt in and, and, and mixing in sherbet to make their smoothies and stuff. And I was like, oh, so that's how y'all be making them. So I took the recipe and we <laughs> started making them all ourselves. Now oh, I gotta start doing that again. That's that's how I, I really get my fruit because then I don't really care what's in it. Like I grab some mangoes, but no, I ain't the biggest fan of them. I grab some. Somebody in the chat said, somebody in the chat said supplements are overrated. Eh, you know, it just depends own. on which ones you're talking about. He probably had a bad experience. Because you could definitely, you, know, you, you could definitely, you could definitely cop some bullshit. You could definitely yeah. cop some bullshit if you're not yeah. careful. I was, I was hearing about this one that they said, uh, uh, people was buying, it wasn't even a, it wasn't a supplement. It was like a whole drug that was like illegal. And they had labeled it as like a, a supplement for some other country, and they were selling it in the U.S. and <laughs> telling people to watch out for it. I can't remember what it was called. 
I've seen that not too long ago. They was there's a whole ass drug they sell on the shelf. That's illegal, but they had some, some different name. So I think it was a supplement. Y'all, yeah, y'all got to be careful. Mm-hmm. Definitely mm-hmm. got to be careful. Mm-hmm. Hey man, I appreciate the call though, bro. All right, yeah. Hotel Hot- and Bill. Hotel and Bill, yo. It's good people's right there. All right, Jonah, I see your text messages, man. I see your motherfucking text messages. Relax, Jonah. This man is just full of just red pills, man. Just falling out his sack. Pause. All fruits, look at the numbers on the label. The first digit should be a nine in the sequence. Mm-hmm. That's that organic shit. A lot of them are water-soluble, so you end up peeing them out anyway with little absorption. What the hell? Call from... Yo, yo, what up, bro? I don't normally do this, but... I was about to say... You you, you got on the topic that I wanted to hit real quick. Just share an anecdotal story, but one that I think might help right. some people put some things in perspective. So when I was locked the fuck up, you know, you have a certain set of rules that you got to follow as far as the inmate population, and you got another set of rules that you got to follow as, as far as the inmate or as far as the administration. So you got your prison rules, and you got your yard rules. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. And sometimes you with them, sometimes you all for it, sometimes you're about that life, and sometimes they just get the fuck in the way of you living comfortably. Those I found were usually the rules set up by the administration. Uh, you know, tuck your shirt in, keep your house in compliance, put your ID on, all the, the little petty shit that just annoys the fuck out of you. What I found as I continued on through my years of doing that shit is that when I was young in the game, everything they asked me to do, I hated. Didn't want to do it, and and, 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 and I always kicked against it because I'm just an anti-authority type son of a bitch. Mm-hmm. But as I started to get older and understand things a little bit better, I also understood that if you just go with the flow, your time becomes a lot easier and you have a lot more mental time to do the things you need necessary to get your shit in order. Mm. What I found after I got out is that's the same goddamn thing that applies to life in general. And I never put the two together like that. So what I, uh, what I uh, understand about life at this point now is that you're here for a reason. Of course, everybody knows that. But this shit is the garden, bro. This is the garden that everybody talks about in the Bible, that everybody mentions throughout other religions. Like, this is the garden. This is life. And you're here, you're tasked with the fucking purpose of cultivating the garden. Not yourself, not your own needs, not your own wants. This is why all those things are virtues. The shit that you listed off earlier, mm-hmm. this is why all this shit is, oh, those are all virtues. And this is why everything that you find when you're chasing your own goddamn wants and desires and needs, those are all vices because you're here to cultivate the garden. Why? Because you don't live here. This ain't your shit. That's the same thing you got to learn in prison. None of that is yours. None of that. They can come in, take whatever they want, give whatever they want. None of that shit is yours. You don't live there. So why get so emotionally involved and bogged down in the day-to-day of it 
and, and, not, and miss the boat on, on, on cultivating the garden, your own life, the life of those around you, the world, the physical world, the whole alchemical principle of turning lead into gold. You're here. You're tasked to bring heaven to earth, man. That's what we are tasked to do. And everything that you pursue along those lines, cultivating this fucking garden, this light, this 3D realm we live in, everything you are tasked to do and, 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 and do, you will find that you will get all the fulfillment you need. Mm. But it's all outside of you. You find it within first, and then you have to. You, you, you're in, it's incumbent upon you to make that a part of the garden. Because you're bringing heaven to earth. You're bringing it all here. You know what I mean? Now, we don't know what the fuck goes on after this. We don't know what the fuck went on before this. But one thing you know and that you can never lose sight of is that you were not here before. There will come a point where you won't be here after. So you don't live here. Ain't none of this your shit. So don't get emotionally involved. Don't get so fucked up to where you lose sight of that. Keep that nice distance and separation. This is a job. You're here to do a job. People talk about, they say, my life, my, ain't none of this shit yours. This ain't yours. You don't live here. You're not from here. You know? And that's the same like when you're inside. You live on the street. The more you start to bog your head down with the shit that goes on in there, the more likely you are to stay there, trapped. And that's the same here. The more likely you are to stay mentally trapped and bogged down and depressed and mad and fucked up and just shitty all the way around. And that's all I got. So I'm, I'm out. Hotep and Bill. Hotep and Bill. Ghosting on the chicken. If, you know, if, if Ghosting double dip, you know it's going to be fire. It's a nice strong message right there. That's a message people need. Did I miss any chats on um on Rumble? What up, Rumble? I see y'all. Shout out to all my Rumble people. Rumble, hit the like button, man. We ca- we getting killed on the likes, man. YouTube, hit the like button. We getting killed on the likes, man. Um, Levels Healing Club. Thank you, nine ninety nine super chat over on YouTube says CRT is a government sanctioned co opting of hotepism. Mm, interesting. I like it so far. By deciding what info we have to identify ourselves with, it kills our incentive to cultivate true knowledge of self. Mm. I like that. I like that. It's a response to young Pharaoh, Hotep Jesus, red pill, blue pill, black thought leaders. A thirst for knowledge comes from the desperation to quench your own curiosities. That's true. That's true. I just find it fascinating when people don't have these curiosities. It's just like, you're just not curious about like life and where we come from. Some people are curious and some people aren't. You know, I would say that the majority of people watching this stream are very curious. Okay. Very curious. If you watching, if you've made it to, to Hotep, congratulations. You made it. Oh, this is a real Hotep, brother. You have made it. And let's say a prayer for you. Alhamdulillah. You know what I'm saying? That's for my Aki. That's for my Aki. Strictly. Um, let's go back. Seven heavenly virtues. Remember that. So like I told you, once you add it to your once you add the, the master focus, 
Brain Booster. Once you add the Brain Booster to the to the to the cart and go to checkout, you see the Griff report right here. You see it? It's a tag. That's gonna get you. What is it? About thirty percent off. Seventeen ten. Seventeen dollars off the off the retail price. Shipped to you every thirty days. You're welcome. You're welcome. But you got to hit the link in the description box below. It's going to apply it automatically. Otherwise, you could use the coupon code Griff Report. Or if you're on a screen, that QR code, if you're on a TV, you could hit that QR code. It'll apply 30% off the discount as well. Um. So, yeah, man, another fucking amazing stream. I'm glad we got into CRT. We got a chance to deep dive into that. That's really what I wanted to cover today was the CRT shit. I don't really care about those other two two topics. I just saw that CRT was intertwined with Bronny, <clears throat> you know, because if we would have had, you know, the fast, if we would have had the fast, then we wouldn't have, we wouldn't have took the jab. You know what I mean? The fast wouldn't have. It would not have advised him. Or hopefully it wouldn't have. Depending on how woke it got or. How you looking at it? How woke it got <laughs> or how woke it didn't get <laughs> depending on how you look at that term. Oh man, it's fucking fantastic show. Great job, everybody. Rudy, um, Goldstein, Jonah, Tari. Great fucking job. Um, great content. Great fucking content. We're going to be back tomorrow. Oh, uh, as you guys saw, I just got booked for Godfell. I'll um I'll put that news. I just dropped the NASCAR video. The NASCAR video, crazy. I just dropped the NASCAR video in the locals. Let me see if that's processed yet. Hold on. I gotta go to the locals app. Let me see here. Yup, look like it's ready. Yeah, 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 yeah. Here it go. I'm gonna play some of the audio for y'all. So all of that footage is that's that's processed and up on the locals right now. Hotep Jesus on locals. Hotep, I think it's uh, hotepjesus.locals.com. Um, we got the gut fell behind the scenes clip. Um, also, I post all my clips before I drop my clips. Before my, you know how you see my clips on TikTok and Instagram. Before they go out on TikTok and Instagram. I send it to my community first. So you get first dibs of my in my clips that my dude from Pakistan sent me. So you go in there, you can find a, the whole archive of clips are there. The whole archive is there. Um, and I reinvest the majority of, like, you know, if we got supporters, like whatever the money comes in for supporters is going to be reinvested back into this. So I'll I'll buy the, the Google Drive to keep the clips from disappearing. So you guys will always have access to those. Um, the exclusive Hotep Nation merch is up there that we're going to debut at HotepCon. Nobody's going to see that unless you're at HotepCon or you're on my locals. Um, so that's some exclusive. And of course, the Dr. Dr. Peter McCullough, Dr. Tanai Ricks video. That also is uh, on my locals. If you don't got that link, that's where you can find it. 
Um, cool, cool. So yeah, so that's the local situation, the master focus situation. Uh, what special guests we got coming on? I know we got. Hold on, let me see the special guests we got this week. I know we got Alex Stein next Monday. Alex Stein next Monday. Alex Stein next Monday. Um, we got Thaddeus coming on. Cooley Bravo coming on. Most of my special guests, um, Taylor booked. He booked them the week before HotepCon. So next week is wide open. I might just book some random guests in next week. Sprinkle something in there. If there's somebody you want in the show, let me know. If it's a topic you want me to discuss, hashtag GriffBag. Tag me on Twitter. Hashtag GriffBag. Tag me on Twitter. I'll, um, if it go, if it makes it to the GriffBag, I'll just hit a like, like button on your tweet and you'll know I've added it. Okay. Um, so that'll be dope. That'll be dope. Hashtag GriffBag. That'll allow you to participate. Also, you need the Pally Wallet. I'm going to start giving out more Syscoin soon. If I owe you Syscoin, let me know. I think it's only one other person that I owe Syscoin to. I think it's a chick. Um, and 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 I don't, I don't I don't think she had the pally water. No, no, the chick was the one we did the... Oh, we did the test run with her. That's right. We did the test run with her. We did that live. Um, get you some Syscoin. So we got the Syscoin giveaway. So download the pally wallet. P-A-L-I, pally wallet. And it supports... Um, all the main currencies, Bitcoin, ETH. Like if you know how people say, hey, not your not your keys, not your cheese. Yeah, so Pally Wallet gonna give you your keys. You know what I mean? This is how you wanna, you know, this is how you wanna deal with crypto. You got the Pally Wallet, this supports ETH, BNB, Matic, and of course Syscoin and Rolux. Um and probably more too. Probably more coming. But as long as you got ETH, as long as you got ETH, you cooking. Uh, as long as you got ETH, you cooking. Actually, no, I don't think it supports Bitcoin. No, it doesn't support Bitcoin, just ETH. But ETH is the, is the shit, I'm just saying. Like, ETH is the shit. Um, and that's what that's what makes Syscoin dope because Syscoin is a, it's, um, it's a bridge of ETH. It's basically like a, 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 a bridge of ETH, you know, it's got Bitcoin. It just uses Bitcoin for security, but, you know, it's smart contract, you know, genius shit that Jag cooked up, you know, that that's all, you know, based on the ETH infrastructure. They're going to package it in ETH. So, you know, you carry some ETH, carry some SIS. Like I said, you know, I'm, I'm going to start giving those away. Um I'll just ask questions, you know, during the live stream, I'll just ask questions, you know, to see if you was paying attention. If you was paying attention, then I'll say, and you getting you the first one to get it right. Then you win. Also remember rumble is faster. So when I ask a question, if you on rumble, you get the stream streams faster to rumble than it does YouTube. So YouTube, you might miss out if the person says the answer first on rumble. So we get y'all involved in the, and that's the, that's a really easy way to get involved in in crypto, like a really easy way to get involved in crypto. And this is how a lot of people get involved in crypto. People give them crypto. It's just how it happens. Hotep, you're a genius. Hotepjesus.com. It's just how it happens. When your friends want you to be a part of something, they give it to you, right? So that's what we do here. We give them, give you some assists. 
But getting a Pally Wild is like the first way to really get your experience because it's going to give you your keys. So make sure you record your keys. And this is going to be part of your responsibility and you handling money, you know. And um, then you won't be so much of a boomer anymore, you know. Somebody says, yo, you take ETH. You could be like, yeah, send it to me right now. You can just be on the address and they could send you ETH. And now you cooking. I do transactions with ETH too. Um, I pay my people in ETH. Uh, thank you, Hotel, for expanding our collective consciousness. No doubt, yo. Y'all help me. I help you. It's all good, man. It's love. It's love. Weatherham, thank you, man. Thank you. Um, but, um, hold on. Let me see what you guys can see. Okay, good. So, yeah. So, uh, amazing show today. Great work. Um, uh, hotepnation.com. Make sure you go get your tickets if you're coming and hang with us. Coupon code for that is Hotep Jesus. You use Hotep Jesus, it gives you 10% off tickets. We just, I saw, I got a, a a notification just while I was on stream. I'm about to go in there and see who that was and and email him as soon as I get out of here. But I see a ticket, a ticket just went through. I got to see who that was. You know? You know? Uh, no, no, Brian, there's no problem. I keep an eye on Thanks, Sam Channel. Definitely making things easier. Awesome. Um, I'm over here communicating with Ahern Hotel right now for HotepCon, ironically, right? Because they just emailed me. It's, it's crazy, and I was just talking about that. Um, okay, good. My man Jay, I see you. You said you, you've been re receiving the emails because you're a HotepCon buyer. You might be watching the show. Okay, good. We're in communication with you. That's wonderful. That's great. Um Master Focus has, has, has did great numbers this month, I'd like to say. I'd like to say the company did really, really good numbers. Um, so I'm proud of our, our work this month. Uh, yeah, man. So uh, where do we go from here? Where do we go from here? Fortunately, we got to say goodbye now. Got to say goodbye. Until tomorrow, 2 p.m., tune in for Daily Griff Report. Come get your daily Griff report. I'm going to show you what's going on and, and potentially give you some perspectives. And if I don't cover all this perspectives, I'm sure Goldstein will. <laughs> or Strong Dad or one of those, or Jonah, one of these 10-4 Koofiers. You know what I'm saying? So I'll see y'all tomorrow back here, 2 p.m. sharp. You know what I mean? We don't never miss. You feel me? All right, man. Yeah, I can try to get that handled for you. Again, it's only my second day, so if you can give me a second. How am I supposed to do this? How the hell are we supposed to do this by 5 o'clock? I have no clue. Is yet. that possible? Hey, do you have the password to... How'd you finish all your work already? He's not tapped in. Mm-mm. How'd you get that done so quick? They think they're going to be able to budget that? It's money. That's money right there. You understand? You guys finished your work six hours early? He's not tapped in. <laughs>